Hey, Justine. Hi, Sarah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here goes. We're We're starting starting a a new new podcast. podcast. Yay. Yeah, it turns out we work so well together that we cannot stay apart. Despite the distance between us. That's right. And thanks to our mutual love of both nostalgia and alcohol, we're excited to bring you... Coast to Coast Cocktails with Justine and Sarah. Yay! Fancy drinks and fun conversation as we traipse over our individual and shared childhood and adolescent media memories, including Spice World, and implore the effects that movies, music, and television had on us during our upbringing. And our adulthood. Amen. So, oh, that's your line. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So please subscribe to our new podcast, Coast to Coast Cocktails, and come have some fun with us, have some drinks with us, and talk TV shows, movies, etc. Yes, from Degrassi to Rugrats, from Trailer Park Boys to Boy Meets World, we will have you covered. And recorded. Indeed. So listen. And subscribe. Right now. Hello. Hi. Hi, Justine. You Hi, guys. Sarah. Justine is back because now she lives on my podcast. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Here to cover all things porn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, hopefully you'll have heard our big announcement at the beginning of this episode. And I know Justine is announcing it on, on did I make this up or did I make that up? Sorry. Uh, that she and I are starting our own podcast together, and it's going to be super duper fun. Um, we're going to watch different things from childhood. Some of some that she suggests to me that wasn't a part of my childhood lexicon, and vice versa. And then kind of just whatever we want. But we're going to drink while we talk about it, and it's going to be great. <laughs> Hell yeah! And. I really hope it works out because we have a little bit of a time difference between us, but, you know, it's worked out out so far. far. Yeah, Yeah. this is our, well, this is the fourth episode on my show, so technically the third time recording, and then we did a recording for your show, and I think we're solid. So yeah, it's going to be called Coast to Coast Cocktails with Justine and Sarah. Thanks to Justine for the name, and I like it because we are quite literally coast to coast <laughs> you're like eastern canada and i'm all the way over here in california um and by the way for all of those of you who know the future um i hope it's good because right now we're recording and we're still six electoral votes away from getting the f- rid of motherfucking trump so let's just i'm hope stressed for the best. out for you guys i really <laughs> hope everyone's doing okay i've heard some really awful things and it's, I I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. Everyone just needs to move to Canada because... I was going to say, it might not <laughs> be so coast to coast not stressful if he stays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be on one coast together. Um, but anyway, yeah. So look forward to that. Also, I am delayed on my Patreon, but that is coming too, guys. Um, by the time I release this, it will be live. So go check out the Patreon for this show at patreon.com slash A-W, sorry, A-D-W, 
<laughs> A-W-D-W-L. Guys, I didn't have it in front of me, and apparently I have dyslexia. Okay. And that's not making fun of dyslexia. I'm sorry. Okay. So we Are we wa- going to announce the first episode we're going to do on ours? Oh, or no? Yeah. Or do you want to keep it a surprise? No, no. Let's do it, because we already teased it when we were talking in the last Hot Girls Wanted episode. Um, so this this all came, to, came about because I was saying, um, you know, Justine has different references of shows obviously and movies and some the same from when we were growing up and we're i think we're three years apart are you 28 or 29 29 okay we're three years apart so that's not not a whole lot um and just having you know had two different childhoods but also in two different countries i was like oh we should make each other watch shows that we watched as kids and kind of talk about it and justify it because <laughs> you know how things look when you you watch them later or just things that are fundamental to our upbringing um and then uh so we're going to be doing that uh, among other things um but that came up i think it came up because of trailer park boys or did it actually come up because of the show that we're going to start with uh i don't know (laughs) both both but you guys you know it you love it if you don't love it you're lying it's Degrassi, everybody. <laughs> We're going to talk about Degrassi, which I have some experience with, but mostly the OG, actually, thanks to uh, Miss Lister, the support teacher that I had in seventh grade, who had a bunch of them taped on VHS for God knows what reason. Um, but that was what we did in quote unquote support class, which, fun she fact, sounds fucking awesome. Fun Just fact saying. is the class where I met Nick in seventh grade. The one who was on the Hot Girls Wanted episode when we did the movie. So it's full circle. It's full circle. And he would have never been able to pass me all those notes if Miss Lister gave a shit. So thanks, Miss Lister, wherever you are. (laughs) More specifically, we're doing um, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Yes, sorry. We are doing Next Gen. um, And Justine has picked, uh, we can keep the episode. There, I, it honestly didn't, like, there's so many fucking episodes of that Mm -hmm. show. That Mm -hmm. show covers every topic you can possibly think of, dark stuff, you know, serious stuff, traumatic stuff. But for this one, since it's our first, we kept it a little more lighthearted, but it's still Mm -hmm. really fucking good, and I can't wait. Actually, I'm just thinking on the fly here. It would kind of be fun if we did always, oh, right, that, uh, you already said this, we are going to announce what's what's going to be on the next episode at the end of each episode. So you can watch beforehand if you want or watch along with us so that you're even more part of the conversation. And we'll try right. to pick things that are easy to find. So the Degrassi episode, we'll, we'll pull that up and, and uh, I can tell All of them are on them. YouTube, girl. Oh yeah. No, I just mean to announce which ones we're watching, but I can, we can do that in another clip because I don't have it right in front of me and I haven't watched them yet, but Kyler is in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> he'll All like right. it i promise oh yeah he'll get into pretty much anything that i'm watching just because it's like if 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 tv hands you drama you can't help but get involved you know honestly i saw I a tiktok one time and it was um a girl filming her boyfriend while she was watching real housewives and the <laughs> boyfriend was so into it like staring at the tv and that's then, great and then the caption said he always gets so into it, but then but then as soon as it goes to commercial, says he wants to change it. But then as soon as it comes back, he's, like, asking me who's who, and he's all into it. That's adorable. And I'm like, 
I'm like, I swear to God, every guy does that because they don't want to like admit that they like it, but low key they well, do. Well, because it's not a, it's not necessarily that you have to be female or even feminine to like those shows. Like, it's just it's a train crash. I mean, they're good, and we're watching like sociopaths on air. Why, why wouldn't you want to watch that? That's what I. It's human behavior. That's the thing. People are so quick to judge reality TV, but it's like you don't have to be embarrassed for being interested in human behavior. I mean, I know that's my opinion, but um, I agree. Anyway, uh, speaking of reality TV, we talk about the money <laughs> shot. <laughs> the money shot, girl. Okay, so we watched episode four of Netflix's Hot Girls Wanted turned on, which I just gotta say, like this episode wrapped, and I'm already sold, right? But I was just like, damn, I'm so impressed by this whole venture because, like you were saying before we started recording, it will you know, we'll get to it, but there's a character that you almost start to feel for in this episode, as did I, but then I, you know, you're like, oh, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> um, and that's a credit to this, to the film crew. Like, they leave a lot out there to go either way. They don't, I don't feel that anything is manipulated to appear a certain way for their agenda. It's all, It's like, it's kind of astounding what they get on film because they're not push it. You, you can tell the lines aren't being fed to them as you as they right. are in a lot of shows there's a lot of documentaries out there where it's a lot of people being interviewed mm-hmm. and you can tell it's, it's extremely clipped down yeah yep. and um you know and you can tell it's you don't know what's real and what's not but what what you just said like this is a lot of just raw footage mm-hmm and um, and a lot of silences and pauses and yeah moments in which there's so much more spoken when there's nothing spoken i guess yeah it's extra <laughs> these are all extremely well done i yeah i love this so i, w- I, I wish they came out with another season to be honest because they could have they could have done so much more they could have yeah. like gone to the strip well, club you, they could have you know you never they know done they, so much more you never know they could be working on it maybe no i mean after everything with Trump, they got plenty. Um, I mean, he added a lot into the mix. Uh, so this episode, it focuses on a few things, but it's aptly titled The Money Shot because... Amazing what, name. Yes. I because, fucking love the name. There, <laughs> yes. That's part of why I was like, God, it's so fucking good because it's so clever. Because a lot of this episode, as we'll get into, focuses on just like at the end of the day what are you in porn for it's not because you love it and it's not because it's beautiful it's because you get money and this i'm that's not those are not my words those are the words of all people that are in the industry including those that are successful in the industry mm-hmm. um but also as we all know or if you don't know now you know uh the money shot is you know when the guy blows his load or pops as they say <laughs> in the in in a porn scene and we kind of we get the male perspective here the male talent perspective i should say not the male director perspective although we see that uh and that's very valuable too and then it, it goes into not just being male but being of another race or specifically being african-american so i feel there was a lot in this episode um but it I don't know if it's you, if it's just me, but I kind of felt like the episode flew by. Um, Yeah, maybe because yeah, maybe because we spend a lot of time in kind of one day, really one day of life, 
Yeah, but, there uh, was there was a lot of uh, like raw footage of mm-hmm. the actual shoot day, like the Which day on set of them doing yeah. it, and uh, there was a lot of really like uncomfortable moments. Absolutely, but in a like, but that's what I like in a documentary because you know it's real. If you feel that uncomfortable, you know, well, right? Vibe. And, and what are what are you trying to say if you're not going to push us into feeling uncomfortable? Right? <laughs> like we're not we're not learning anything. We're not exactly um, stretching our brains to any extent. Um, and my reaction to some of that comes from my own history, but we, you know, we'll get into it. But the way that the episode starts out is we are seeing or hearing rather, we were seeing the setup of this, this shoot where we're going to continue coming back to the shoot between um, a gal who's 18 and a, a porn actress, I should say, whose whose real name is Sydney, and a man who I I searched, but I didn't get an age. Um, but I got know. his age. Oh, what is it? He is the same age as you. He's currently thirty two years old. Oh, so he was and this like, was shot in what two thousand seventeen, or it yeah, came I out in two thousand seventeen. So. so I don't know when it was shot, but so um, like four years ago. So he was twenty eight. All right. right. All right. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, age is like hardly the issue. But um, and his name, his porn name is Jax Slayher, which he describes as if we don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I know he describes it as if like it's not obvious. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, before we even get to that, it's just audio clips of do you consent to being having sex on camera? Yes, I consent to having sex on camera. Are you on drugs? No, I'm not on drugs. Are you drunk or are you sober? You know, all the questions, all the legalese that they have to go through before the Which, porn shoot. I'm wondering, does every porn shoot do this, do you think? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I absolutely do not think. But I think that for all of his flaws, this Riley person that is in the film and spoiler alert is in charge of these two quote unquote models. Um, I think he makes it a point to do everything by the book, which got to give him that, you know, Um, including testing, which we also see a lot. Uh, But no, absolutely not. I mean, like you said, the sixth episode of this series is about a rape on camera. Right. So, no, I mean, I think and we know, like I know from watching other shows like Intervention and whatnot, that many, 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 many sex workers end up in non-consensual porn videos that go on like Pornhub. So no, absolutely not. But these are comparatively pretty professional porn shoots, right? As opposed to like what you see. I mean, I think they're as professional as porn gets nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we'll yeah. talk about later how they say like, you know, back in the day, it was like a huge production, which we also right. talked about on the first episode. Which and we see now clips the internet of. took yeah. over, and now everything is very kind yeah. of uh, amateur compared to what it used to be. I guess I'm just thinking about like the level of photography and like how long the shoot takes, but I don't know. I'm not in porn, you know what I mean? So. I, I just know that some amateur porn. Is I was surprised by so much stuff that we see in the shoot. Yeah, that blew my fucking mind. No it was pun so, intended. Yeah, I mean I've watched the Bell Knox Lifetime movie. I've watched her clips. Like I I know 
I watched the film, this film, which is more explicit than the show, you know, I'm aware, but it just, I, it was taken aback watching it. I was like, geez, they're really like stretching this, this out, you know? Um, but it's run of the mill for Riley's company. Um, but I do not think it's run of the mill for all porn, especially considering how much is out there. So, okay. Yeah. But that's just me saying, just because I know how much sexual assault is, is occur like you know occurs on have you seen the show euphoria no okay well i think i only eight episodes yes it's one of the best fucking shows i've ever watched in my life and um right with zendaya yeah and she just won an emmy for her role in it um i gotta watch it and it's a fucking incredible show. It's only eight episodes so far, and they're coming out with like two HBO. or three more around Christmas time. It's so good. I just kept seeing like clips of it and stuff on TikTok, and I was like, "What is the show?" Found it, watched oh. the whole thing in like two days. It's it's absolutely incredible. But okay. um, but promo for Euphoria. Got it. Let's we should it. we should definitely do Euphoria yeah. on our podcast. I'm I, so down. Yeah, definitely. Let's but do it. there's a storyline about a girl doing porn without. I don't know. I don't want to say too much without giving it away. She's not sexually assaulted, but she gets put on the internet without her consent. Got it. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's and that's why they're pointing it out. And you know what? I also am assuming is that those who are producing this film aren't going to go onto a porn set where consent isn't key is my guess. But I don't know because they did cover, well, no, they, they showed clips of assault porn in the movie, but they did not go to the set of assault porn. And I don't know that they would cross that line. So I think, I don't think they would because in the last episode when, um, what's her name? When Bonnie was all fucked up or whatever, they didn't even show it. Remember? Yes, they they didn't even show her super fucked up when they easily could have. Yeah, they left a lot out. Yeah, they did leave a lot out. And of course, they they don't show actual penetration, which, to be honest with you, in this episode, I was well, I'm already fine with it. Like, that's not why I'm watching this. But I was like, I need to see less of this. Like, I was just so uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable, like beyond anything that even the movie, like, honestly, like. The facial assault stuff is fucking horrible, but somehow watching somebody who does not... Well, we'll get to it, but somebody who does not want to be aggressive be pushed into being aggressive was fucking hard. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, after we... I love watching it. Sorry, I just wanted to say I just love hearing about this from the male point of view because that's so rare. Like, in porn and stuff, nobody ever thinks about the guy. Everybody always thinks about the girl. Even girls who watch porn watch girls in girl. porn they don't nobody watches it for the guy and if they do it's no. a very rare thing so um i loved hearing about it from the guy's point of view so right and yeah, i just want to say that <laughs> and i also like that it's um sorry i'm trying to take my sweater off uh, <laughs> it's gonna be stuck on my cord now uh it's really hot in this closet um <laughs> Especially when it's not the machismo of like, yeah, I got to fuck pussy all day. You know, like, it's not, that's not what we're being fed. So it's not a bunch of bullshit. 
Right. Which is great. And you're right. We get to see that vulnerability and that anger from some from a certain man whose name is Tyler Knight, not his real name. Um, <laughs> he makes that a point. And no, that's yeah. not my real name. Knight as in, you know, knight in shining armor. Uh, and so Tyler is somebody who we see in and out of the episode. He's someone who has been in the industry for 15 years, which is a long time. Um, and he's saying, yeah, you know, I'm, I've been doing this for five times the average length of a porn career. If that, I mean, you know, three years is still seems kind of long, but it does seem like men in porn, like as in most things, they don't age out the way that women do. Um, so I'm just going to say that. (laughs) And anyway, uh, so he's a writer, director, producer, and the talent. And we see clips of, like, his old school films a few times. He did a Star Trek parody. Yeah, he did a Star Trek parody and Obama. And he did an Obama parody, which was fucking... Okay, I said this before, but porn parodies are the funniest thing in the whole world. (laughs) They're just like... But the Obama thing is, he was just like, I don't know. Come here and rub my dick. (laughs) It was just like, it wasn't even, like... They, they could have been anybody. Whatever. I'm like, try harder, you know? Um, yeah. No, but not really, because I don't I don't care. <laughs> he said at one point that he actually gets recognized walking down the street all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he's saying, I've done, I've had sex at least a thousand times on camera. If you like porn, you're going to come across my work, which I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I'm not looking for Star Trek porn. I don't know about you, <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, but I, hey, uh, that's just a sample of what I definitely done. watch porn. I don't watch a lot of porn. See, maybe, what's kind of like what you like said six times a year, if that, and I don't, I've never seen him. But. Do you ever, have you ever searched for or sought out specifically, quote unquote, interracial porn? Mm, me specifically no yeah i i've seen it i've i've never typed yeah it of in. course I've, yeah i've never typed it in but i also like i'm a girl that likes to watch girl on girl porn you know what i mean me like, too I'm one of those many so girls am I. That do too. So am I. there's like a science behind that yeah because why like straight yeah girls there's a lot of reasons i feel um, mostly because the men in porn gross, they ick me out. They bum me out, man. It's just, it just feels so predatory. Um, but again, no, that's there's also like, I read issue. a whole article on it before. There's like nice. a whole science why girls, straight girls like to watch girl on girl porn and mm-hmm. solo girl porn because they get off more on like seeing a woman get pleasured than like well, yeah. a man get pleasured because, because like i don't know there's a whole fucking there's thing there's no real it. pleasure in man on woman porn for the woman it's i mean she's making those noises but like we all know what those noises are okay and they all sound the same that like nasally yeah it's okay just, it's have you real. seen the new craft movie not the yet craft legacy that good? just came out Is it good? yeah i just watched it like Ooh. last weekend um, it was also filmed in my hometown, oh. Hamilton. So what? shout out Hamilton again. Hey, we could do that for our show because the craft is definitely something I saw when I was a kid and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> the original. I craft. watched. I watched the original, and then because I knew I wanted to watch the remake, but you know, since you have since you haven't seen maggots. it, there's a, there's a really funny scene. But since you haven't seen it okay. yet, I won't we'll give it, it away. But Sarah, who fun. hasn't watched it's anything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> drink break 
Uh, we both is, take a sip of our drinks at the same time. Justine is drinking wine. I have my my um, poor man's Bloody Mary, which I actually prefer it this way. It's just tomato juice and some gluten-free Tito's vodka. No, they're not sponsoring us. We don't have any sponsors unless you want and to sponsor us. And here in Canada, we call them Caesars, as I was telling Sarah. Is that like today. like like Caesar, like the leader, the Roman? I don't know why they call them Caesars, but it's clamato juice instead of tomato juice, which I don't think is an American. Like, I think it's only no, a we Canadian have, thing. We have clamato. Um, well, there's a. I grew up where there was a really big uh, Mexican population, and I feel like it's pretty like it's. It's uh, popular in Mexican cuisine or, like, Mexican bars or whatever. My best friend lives in El Paso, like I was saying to you. And, you know, I've visited it a, a bunch of times, and she's visited here. And she lives in El Paso, specifically on the east side, so she's really close to the border um, into Juarez, and she is Mexican. And so, like, I just know that it's popular. I'm not trying to be racist, you guys. Um, but she she used to do red beers which is a beer and clamato juice <laughs> so it's like a bloody huh. mary with beer it I actually would try that it actually didn't taste bad i just can't tolerate beer um but if you get the right kind of beer i guess yeah uh so I'll, I, I mean i'll dabble I, i'm not a big spicy drink person but you know i don't i don't like vodka i don't really drink vodka ever it doesn't taste it well with me juice. yeah but but once in a while i'll have a caesar like once in a blue moon I will I remember one time I was in (laughs) Buffalo shopping with my girlfriend like years ago and she was obsessed Uh with Caesars it was all she drank and we're at a bar there and then she goes can I have a Caesar and I'm like babe they they don't call it Caesars here it's called a Bloody Mary (laughs) so she's like okay can I have a Bloody Mary so they make her when she takes a sip she's like this is so fucking gross I'm like because they make it with tomato they don't make it with clamato it's different yeah and it's like it's like spicy ish i don't make it spicy um although i forgot to get celery but that's probably good because i'd be crunching and that would be bad (laughs) and for all of you out there who hate eating noises i'm right there with you i am i have misophonia just like you so i won't do that to you and if i do you can yell at me okay (laughs) all right so tyler knight star trek porn actor extraordinaire um we we see him on like a, he's doing a radio performance um with some radio dj and he's like oh high praise thank you and he's talking about he's not cocky at all like pun no pun intended well pun intended because he uh he talks about how there's like a sex toy made from the mold of his dick which is so sex in the city you remember I... when they go to la <laughs> uh, no they go to la and samantha meets this porn star in like a sex shop and he's like hey babe this is me and it's like fucking it's like this it's like my thermos that i'm holding it's disgusting it's all veiny i don't think i've seen that episode girl i've never seen sex in the city first to last episode i've Mm. only seen episodes here and there well i'll make you watch that too i've been to tons of sex in the city parties though and i've seen (laughs) both of the movies so which one do you always have to be or which one do you consider yourself I'm definitely a Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm not surprised. For sure, I'm a Samantha. I hate kids. I love (laughs) just doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm definitely a Samantha, for sure. Samantha is, you know, 
beyond like okay she has sex a lot or whatever but and i used to be a whore i'm not she's, anymore but, but i it's used still, to be you don't need to call it that like she's doing it on purpose she wants to be doing it so what's whorish about that a whore has sex for money because they have to right that's completely different and samantha the mo- one the number one thing that she is is independent and confident i mean she's confident like she the fuck is wrong it. with that she owns it. I wish I could be a Samantha. I'm getting closer. I think I'm a Carrie mixed with a Miranda because I'm a huge dork. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm a Carrie in the sense that I, I so, like, had that annoying, hopeless, romantic affectation for a really long time. Yeah. And sometimes she drives me crazy because I can Everyone identify. Everyone does, though, I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm not? Not a fucking Charlotte. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, that's so funny. I was listening to Mother May I Sleep With podcast today and um, they randomly referenced Trey. um, Of course, I forget the actor's name. Super famous actor uh, that from Twin Peaks, the uh, oh, (laughs) Kyle McLaughlin. He he basically has my boyfriend's name and I forgot it. Um, My boyfriend's Kyler McLaughlin, but um, (laughs) nobody out there find us. Uh, but his Kyle McLaughlin, he, you know, he plays Trey, who's like the rich, like guy. That... I don't watch that show. No, 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 no. On Sex and the City. The one okay. that, the one that, um, Charlotte. I'm so lost. Marries and like they get married, but then they get divorced. Oh, really quickly. Um... And then she marries her divorce lawyer. Trey. Okay. He's like, is he the bald guy? No, that's the one she marries. The guy before okay. that. The one that's he's like. He's the guy in Californication. And I'm obsessed with Californication. Oh my freaking God. Um, yes. And that guy, I love Harry. Oh my God, Harry. The best. No, 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 no. Trey is the one that's like, all righty. About everything. And he has like, no okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyways, I don't know what the point is there. Um, there was no point, guys. Just, By the way, like, David like Duchovny is in the new craft movie. Just what? Saying. I was is so shocked when I saw him. I was like, so exciting. Were you? Uh, I fucking um, love David Duchovny. Can I just say I that he's like, oh, I do too. I have such a crush on him, and I can't believe he was in Hamilton, and I didn't know. <laughs> you're like, I would have stalked him. <laughs> Clearly, I fell down on the job of being a whore. No, I'm just kidding. You're not a whore. <laughs> um, so, any Google. Uh, okay, so Tyler Knight's sex toy mold. Can I yes. just say, of course, I had to look this up because oh, you searched for it. I'm Is it perm, available? Did you so buy it? Course. Um, it was on Amazon actually. <laughs> and for how much? Uh, oh, I didn't look at the price. I was just oh. the dick, obviously. But um, he's <laughs> known for his famous penis curve. So uh, his dick. I noticed it was curvy. I noticed it was curvy. It wasn't small, but his it was curvy. Dick She's curved me how like curved a it weird is. way. He's like, got a weird curvy. Guys, right look, it look it up. It's Tyler really Knight weird. Dick. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you search, Tyler Knight? Uh, sex dildo? toy mold. Sex toy. And then it came up as like vibrating sex oh, okay. toy mold, and it's de- it's Knight him from doll. like. Yeah, it's him from like a million years ago. Well, by the way, I love how he acts like he's all high and mighty when it's not an unusual thing for a porn star to have uh, sex molds of them. Like no, even that's what I'm even it's Farrah Abraham has sex molds of her vagina for sale. Like, yeah, I see the curve. That's an unusual curve. Well, maybe not. I think it's, it it's is. unusual at the top because it's at the top. It's like a knuckle. It's <clears> like <throat> if you take. <laughs> If you took your the t- 
I just made Justine spit out her wine. <laughs> Jeez. Well, the balls are beneath it, right? So, like, it's like if you, like, tw- if you knuckle, if you, like, had made a witch's finger, like, come here. It's like that. Anyway, um, and they have it next to a lipstick for size reference, which is, like, great. So, guys, it's, like, four lipsticks. Um, wow, it's $66. Okay, that's, like, and it vibrates. the average price of, like, a good yeah, vibrator, that's not, I feel. Yeah, that's not a bad price, but, like, Sex toys I don't... are so expensive. Can I just say that? Sex toys are really expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, one of the ways to find, still get money. Well, and I think, like, there's a big difference between, you know, a po- excuse me, like, a shitty little pocket rocket and something, something like that. Like that. I personally am not a dildo person. I am a vibrator person, but I'm not a dildo person, so I would have no need for this. Um, also, it's sort of like having a disembodied body part. In But no shame to anybody else. I just... It's not my kink. Okay. So, yeah, he is kind of high and mighty. He's a little... Um, he looks dead in the eyes. Yeah, and I think... I mean, I know, like, he's pretty angry about the reality of the industry, and we get that We get that by the end, and it's like, okay, he's jaded. He's jaded. Yeah. He's, he's the Alanis Morissette of porn. He's jaded. Um, okay, so... Oh, by the way, I was going to ask you, do you say Alanis or Alanis? Is this supposed to be Alanis? For what? Alanis Morissette. Oh, I say Alanis Morissette. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was wondering. Who says Alanis Morissette? I have no idea, but she's from Canada, and I was like, maybe I've been saying it wrong. (laughs) Okay, well, everyone I know says Alanis Morissette. Okay, great. I karaoke. You ought to know every time I karaoke because I do a great my girl impersonation. Have you seen Britney Spears's version of that? No. She used to do it at her concerts. It was like one of the only songs she actually sang live and it was so really? fucking good. After we're done this, look it up on YouTube. It's oh, really good. Oh, I wish yeah. I missed Britney when she really sang. I know. Britney's um, the queen. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to her free first Britney. album. Free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> uh, yes, seriously, from her shithead, shithead dad. Um, I was watching... Uh, I was listening to her first album because I was just doing a 90s nostalgia thing, music thing in my car for fun on Apple Music. And I was like, I'm just going to listen to the first Britney Spears album, which I remember so well. I remember when I got it. I remember listening to it. I remember listening to it on the way to my cousin's rehearsal dinner for her wedding. Oh, she just texted me, too. I need to text her back. Um, When I was like, mm, I was in fifth grade. So whenever that was. I remember having it. I remember having the CD on the bus with me, even though I didn't have a Walkman with me. But it was just like I needed to have it. But there's so many silly songs on there. It's really fun. Okay. And and she does like covers of Cher and shit. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So we got to move on. (laughs) So after we meet Tyler Knight, who will return um, as uh, just like an outside reference, he's not involved with any of these people. He's in Hollywood. We go over to South Florida. And my exact reaction was, oh, my God, is this Riley again? Because Riley, guys and gals, is the scummy guy that we get to know or, or get familiar with in the film, Hot Girls Wanted. Um, and I literally a lot of wrote shit about. South Florida, where we meet Capital Riley. Yeah. 
oh, we know you. And um, but my favorite thing is how we meet him. And can you just talk about like what he's doing when <laughs> all the conspicuous consumption and and the wardrobe we can get into? Because my God. Uh, okay. Well, the first thing you obviously notice by him is that he's wearing this snapback hat. He's wearing it forward, and um, it says porn in like these gold. 3D it's like glass. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's like, they're not even. Th- I don't know. They're it's not gold. It's like mirror. they're something. I don't know. Like to say he's wearing a hat that says porn is kind of meaningless because he's always wearing a hat and a shirt that says porn. But this is like legit, you guys. If you cut the letters out of like a mirror and you gl- hot glued them onto a hat and they were bigger yeah. than the hat, that's what it is. They're like letters you would get at like Michaels or like Hobby Lobby. Michaels or Claire's. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's but he's news. like like he's driving his car and he's like answering the phones like talking to girls like you got to do this well, you got to do this first he's getting cause... his car pimped out he's getting his car pimped out remember yeah and it's like oh my god white girl a white boy like trying to be cool he he is all about appearances and that's just something that we're going to see over and over again he's all about money and hence the name of this sh- this episode but anyway go on for sure for sure yeah so then he's like leaving the um the car place and um he's like answering his phones like talking to all these girls and then at one point he's like calm down she's getting tested this week every uh, it's she's getting tested it's fine and i just wanted to note that that was extremely triggering for me because before if you would hear that somebody was getting tested, it was obvious they're talking about STDs. Like, here, it's oh. obvious they're talking about STDs. But now, when I hear someone's getting tested, obviously the first thing, yeah, COVID's the first thing that comes yeah. to your mind. And it kind of just say that I hate that and it triggers me. Yeah, I do too. So, yeah. yeah. Same with same with any kind of mask, any kind of personal space. Like, we see, if, you, if we watch a show now and people are, like, close and crowded in a store, you're like, ah, no. <laughs> we're we're just it's so insane. conditioned and traumatized. It's true, and it's traumatic because we're all f- afraid. No, I told Justine when we got on here that I was like, I'm having allergy symptoms. I know that's what they are, but I'll get my test back tomorrow. Or I took my test. She's like, Did you get your test back? I'm like, I'm fine, Justine. <laughs> but I will get my test back tomorrow. But I get tested every week. You everybody, so don't worry about me. Uh, Good times, I just have bad COVID. Well, that's the thing is like you can't have a symptom of anything without panicking because seriously, if you go on the self-assessment website, if you say you have any symptom, even like like uh, like a really benign one, like all I checked off was sore throat of everything. And they were like, they're like, you have COVID. COVID. They're like, you could have because there's so many because like, everyone, everyone has different, different symptoms. symptoms. It's yeah. like this whole big Which thing. Which is true. Which I respect and understand, and I'm being careful, guys. I'm not talking shit on being careful. I'm just saying there's no relief for us in this moment. As you all know, who am I talking to? We're all in this together, right? Or I know. Whatever. I actually We're liked lockdown this. for the first, like, two weeks when I thought it was only going to be two weeks. I'm like, this is fun. Like, right. I just get to drink in my house all day and smoke cigarettes all day and dance around to TikTok <laughs> dances and, like, do nothing. And then the fact that it's november and we're still in this is it's not fucking funny anymore you know what i mean like yeah virus will go away 
I just, guys, I just want to travel. I just want to be able to go to concerts again. Like, the little things. I just want, I want a new, strip I want clubs a in president. Ontario to open back up. <laughs> so do you still have a job or are you, like, were you, like, all laid off? Nope. I'm out of work. Hmm. Stinks. Well, you know there'll be a need for strip clubs no matter what. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I hope they don't close. Like, you know, that's another issue. Girl, restaurant jobs. You know what I mean? Okay, my one friend thinks they're trying to like get rid of bars completely, and she thinks it's this whole thing. I don't know, but oh, she's like a conspiracy head. Yeah, honestly, oh. as we all know, if we if all only. just have to take it one day at a time and just right. see what happens. Right? I can't think about what's going to happen next year because then I get too stressed out. Like, all I can think yeah. about is no, what's no. going to happen today and tomorrow, and I'm good. No, and that's that's actually the best way to be. Like, you're actually saving yourself a lot of unnecessary stress and trauma and that's physical too you know the way it affects you all right so riley's back he's in this ugly car with his ugly clothes everything he wears i just want to i just want to stress this okay at first i thought it was a bentley i was like oh shit he's actually making uh, like real money but then i realized it was like a chrysler or something i was like okay it's a it's a fucking nice car but it's not a bentley just no, saying. I don't think he's quite at that level. Or he might he might be if he didn't spend so much money on everything. You know what I mean? He spends yeah. money everywhere, as we learn. He's not necessarily irresponsible. I mean, I'll have to, I have to say, as an entrepreneur, like he's done well for himself. He just doesn't like really have a soul. Um, but he like it's clear that there's like so many self confidence issues or something in this guy. Like, he doesn't believe he can succeed anywhere else. And that's sort of where you get his sympathy, or he gets your sympathy. But I just want to say real quick, and I'm going to reference this because it's it's ridiculous. Every single thing on this guy's body is either just the word porn or like a porn pun. <laughs> like, save the porn actors or something like that. You know, or like um, the evolution of porn. Uh, you know, I, I was just like, the, what, where is he making all of these? You know, I have to wonder. I know that he, uh, so Hussey Models is his agency. And the, I can see why they're wearing the swag on the film. Like, of course, you're going to promote your company. Yeah, being free advertisement. Um, but he, it's just his aesthetic. And we get, it actually comes up when he's with his dad later, which is a, a difficult great scene. scene. Yeah, it's I mean, so great. good. And we'll get to that. Um, but he, he's saying, you know, I went from 12, like basically he's talking about how far he's come from the movie, though they don't mention it to now. Um, and he's saying like, well, I started out with 12 models, um, you know, in his five bedroom house, it's the same house in the movie. It looks exactly the same. Uh, and he's like, now, did he say it one twelve? I, it was really unclear what he was saying. I have no idea. I didn't. I think he said from 12 to one twelve models including males so that is a big step he was only with representing young women before and now he's representing young women and men of whatever age apparently excuse me um and he his goal is not to not only to do this to represent these actors that he calls models for whatever reason actors and actresses that he calls models um getting them into these 
shoots, but he wants to start his own production company, you know, and so that people are coming to his website to watch porn with his actors, which business wise makes sense. I mean, you would want to be at the top of the pyramid and make that money. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's it's a lot of repeat. And so we kind of see the house as one of, you know, an unnamed actress is like sleeping on the couch, waking up uh, and... And that's when we say Jack, we see Jacks slay her getting up and eating um, the food that he feels will give him the best load. And yeah, no, he's I don't like grabs, shit. he grabs like a thing of watermelon and he's watermelon like, and watermelon's oatmeal. a huge source of semen production. And <laughs> I, yeah, I literally would have never thought of that in the world that like or like having to think about what you eat to produce cum yeah yeah like that's one thing obviously i never thought about that like men that do porn actually have to like produce a ton of it and like keep going yeah you can't Um, fake it and if so that was the first thing that was like wow i learned something because i would have never even like thought of that you know exactly absolutely um and then as we watch the pressure of the actual cum shot. It's excruciating. Um, but yes, uh, and it actually kind of really mirrored the moment when in the last episode, Bonnie was like, I can't squirt unless I drink more water. And we're just like, Oh, these are just bodily functions. Like it's, there's nothing sexy about it. It's just like, I gotta get stuff to come out of my body. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so he, I'm going to just go ahead and say, I, I never have a problem with Jax. I, I just don't. Um, I, I don't I either. Feel, I actually I like him a lot. Him. I like him. I feel for him. I'm surprised he's able to be in the industry because he's so sensitive, not sensitive towards what people say to him, but like, you can just see in his eyes that he's a sweet guy. And then the things that he says and the things he doesn't want he's to not do. jaded yet. Yeah. He's no, very, he's not. Yeah. Um, innocent almost y- yes that's yes he comes off very innocent despite the fact that he's like living in a porn house um and he's like oh at first you know oh i get to have sex for a living you know every guy wants to be me this is great um and we find out uh i think it's later on but we find out that he um got into this because he was First, he was an athlete. Then he was a model. And then he got solicited the same way that the girls do as a model. Like, hey, I want to do adult work. And he was like, okay. And that's how he got there. And um, and then we shift pretty quickly into or back to that shoot that we, we saw clips of at the very beginning when they were giving their consent. Um, and so we know he's going to do a porn shoot that day. That's why he ate his watermelon. <laughs> and, um, and then we meet... Kylie Quinn, whose real name is Sydney, um, officially, who's 18. Uh, I also liked her. I don't know. There was something about her that was like, I I don't know, like wise, maybe a little bit. Like I was a little bit surprised that she'd only been doing it for three months, I guess. Um, I still don't I liked think... her too. She's, yeah. she was cute. She was likable. I mean, yeah. We didn't really get to see too much of her except for at the actual shoot, but she yeah. seemed like professional and mm-hmm. and she, she did advocate fine. for herself, which I appreciated. They didn't give a shit, but she tried. Um, and she's like, she's getting ready, and 
She's been in the industry three months. She's getting ready. And she's like, I am really nervous about his dick size. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I've, I know girls that have worked with him, but they're still walking. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we, that's when we get into this whole conversation about interracial porn. And what does that really mean? And apparently, and I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know that it was this, uh, excuse the pun that I don't intend, I didn't know it was this black and white, that interracial porn, quote unquote, doesn't mean one race with another race. It means a black guy fucking a black, a white woman. And historically, that makes sense because it really was a risk not even that long ago. Um, but in this, it was only a risk for the man. For the black man, really. So it's like mm-hmm. this, like, it's sort of this, like, demeaning jungle fever type thing. Like, oh, it only do you if it was a secret kind of thing. And we hear back from Tyler about how porn is the only industry in which you can be, like, that you're allowed to be that blatantly racist. Um, and we find out that often women, white women, get paid extra to work with black talent, which is like, Jesus. like what? Okay, but... The thing about that is porn is not the only industry where that's no, okay because no, it's, not. it's the exact no, same thing not. as a as shooting like a Hollywood movie. Like if they're casting for a black act, yes. Yeah, exactly. If they're casting a certain person, whether they're black, white, Asian, tall, short, skinny, fat, right. anything, they're Maybe casting for based. that person. So I agree. He's he's trying to compare it to like an office job. Yeah, and it's it's so it's not, not the same the thing parody. at all. It's not it's not like an office job that won't hire a black person because they don't like that they're black, and that's what he's trying no. to make it seem like it is. Right. And it's totally not like if the porn company wants to make you know a porn of a big black guy fucking a teeny little white girl, then that's what they're gonna cast for, right? Like, yes, and he's he's very. Not- He's very fucking, he hates the industry. He's very jaded. Like, everything yeah. he says. Oh, he is. And and he we have more thoughts from him later on other issues. It is interesting that he's still in the industry because he's so clearly mad at it. And I don't have any doubts that he's dealt with a shitload of racism. Don't get me wrong. Just because we're saying it's not the only racist field doesn't mean that it's not racist. I mean, it doesn't mean that people don't get mistreated. It's also sexist. It's a lot of things, you know, when it's in certain circumstances. Yeah, but, there's um, obviously a reason for why he is the way he is. But yes, um, just saying. But apparently, and but can we to just Riley, talk about how big. we we meet Riley's girlfriend for like two seconds? Oh, before sure. That? Yeah, go for it. Gia Page. I'm assuming that's also her. in porn. Yeah, yeah, she's also a porn star. And there's a really shady shot of Riley that I wanted to point out here because she's okay, talking okay. about how hard he works. She's like, he just works so hard. He does everything. He does everything you can think of. And then we get a shot of him like scooping out all the gunk from the pool. So it was like really <laughs> shady and funny. And talking about yeah. his wardrobe, he was wearing oh, a shirt. Like, you know those t-shirts that say, like, I'm with stupid, like, with the arrow? Yeah. (laughs) So he's wearing one one of those, and it says, I rented this hooker with an arrow. (gasps) 
I missed that. And he was wearing that in the interview, sitting with his fucking girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, this is another example of double standards, right? It's not just between blacks and whites. Or I'm sorry, people of color and white people that are not of color. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. I apologize. Um, But it's also, you know, this condescension between like, oh, yeah, I respect the people that I work with. I respect women. But then you can't wear shit like that. If you respect women, I'm not saying you can't like porn. I'm not even saying you can't work in porn. All I'm saying is Riley is pretty comfortable with anything degrading. And we see that he's egging on uh, Jax to be more and more aggressive, specifically because he knows Jax is uncomfortable with it. And it's almost like a like a power thing. I, I don't know. It's like he's he's getting off not on watching it, but on making Jax do something he doesn't want to do you know fish hooker in the mouth smash her face choker it's like the even the director is like it's great it's great and then um Riley goes choker like in this like uh, like challenging way it, it, I don't know yeah so well we, uh, okay yeah we so in the scene um it, yeah, the first of all, the director of the scene that they're shooting mm-hmm. with um, Jack Slayer and Kylie Quinn. Yeah. The director is so fucking creepy. His name's Tony. Oh my God. Yeah, and I, he, he makes her talk about how bad racist. she wants to fuck a black guy and yeah. how much and he she, likes fucking white girls. It's really bad. And she's even like, and she's even like, you know, not in the film, but later, like, in an interview, she's like, they always want you to say big black cock. It can't just be a big cock. It has to be black. It has to be all about how he's black. She's like, why does it have to be black? And she started laughing. I'm like, I say that all the time. So it's funny. (laughs) But, But we get a statistic that the top three most popular interracial porn sites receive over 10 million visits a month. So I'm just gonna say that's a pretty insane number. It is, and that's why they're doing it. That's why Riley's doing it, because he's only motivated by money. Which, again, if you're only motivated by money, then you're not going to be prohibited by anything that stands right. in the way of money. And your girlfriend is probably not going to be your girlfriend for very long. And the way he is with his girlfriend, also, can I just say, is so annoying. It, he is that guy that like will like pretend to trip you or like push you or like take you to do something that you're scared of on purpose to like make you uncomfortable it's just next level negging and i'm sure it's his own self-confidence issues but i hate it i hate it a lot and i don't think any (laughs) woman has not experienced that if you date men if you date cis men i just had to say that uh anyway so yeah i think we kind of but i also i have to say like just in watching that scene it wasn't just that um aggression was being put on you know the female on uh sydney or whatever her stage name is um it was also that like jacks had this like kind of bewildered face and it felt like they were treating him like a prop or an animal just like they were her and they were like, yeah, get your big black, big black cock in there. Okay, now, Jax, you can fuck her. Like, he was a dog. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it felt... It, like, there really was one point when the director, Tony, said to him, like... I don't know. 
Like I get like I get this as acting, but it's still really fucking creepy. He's like, Oh, is it true black guys don't eat pussy? Yes. Yeah. And then and then and then Jax was like, uh, like he didn't know what to say and he's like, like Is that a, a myth? Is that a myth, bro? And then Jax is like, I don't know, like I like to and then he's like, Oh, well a lot of my black friends tell me that they don't like to. Yeah, is that a myth, bro? So racist. And it was so disgusting and dis- Yes. It I was really disgusting. Too. It made it made me feel so uncomfortable watching That's, it. Yeah, it just it felt like um, he's their entertainment. Not just that we're, they're making a porn, but that they're entertained by messing with him, because specifically because he is black. It it just felt very like um, yeah, it did minstrelly show type thing. I, it's just it was very upsetting. And then like, like there's a part because they're doing a photo shoot before they actually start. Oh, right, yeah, the actual um, sex. <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's like a just a photo shoot and then the director's making her do like a shocked face yeah and he's like go like this like you're in home alone like like, that's the biggest dick you've ever seen in your life and i was laughing so hard i was like and the girl just does it she's like so professional she just does it she just yeah but she's doing she's, a porn face. She's she's, like, she's probably just used to it, like used to these yeah. creeper guys directing her. But I I'm can't. just saying, I would not be able to take that seriously. I would start pissing myself <laughs> laughing. I'd. Oh, me too. I could never do porn because I could not take. Yeah, I could never do <laughs> porn because cry. any motherfucker <laughs> that talked to me like this. Yeah. I would just laugh. I would not yeah, be able to take I, I it seriously yeah. at all. I laugh when I'm uncomfortable too, even in like. I mean, I, I'm one that in a sexual situation, if I'm uncomfortable, like if it's just me and another person, I'll start laughing. <laughs> you know, obviously it's only ever me and another person. I've never done porn, but um, hi, mom. No, just kidding. Never done porn. <laughs> Not consciously doing that while you drink. <laughs> just... All right. And my personal cherry on top for this, this great director was that when she says this isn't comfortable he goes just remember if it doesn't feel good it looks good so basically he's not wrong i know but it's just such a rude thing to say like i don't care like i don't care if it doesn't feel good i mean i get it but like it's just the nature of the beast and it's gross it sucks and that's and it's also just evidence that like porn isn't necessarily pleasurable to do you know i it's just, it becomes so medical. It's like, you know, if you go to the gynecologist and they're poking around in there, you're not turned on at all. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not. It's just because that part of your body is involved does not mean it's sexual at all. Like, it's so clinical, mm-hmm. which is Very why it's true. hard to watch. Um, and then it's like, uh, and then they say something about like, okay, we're going to get ready for the cum shot. And then we switch away. And it's just like, Riley's like, hey, mom, <laughs> which was, it's funny because I just said that. Um, okay, well, Jack says, oh, I wrote down a lot more than <laughs> Go for it. So at one point, Jax says that off camera, his biggest thing is actually pleasing the woman. So it's oh, very hard for oh, him on right. camera to put all that aside because mm-hmm. as Sarah was saying, like, there were tons of times when he would be grabbing her throat when they were having sex. And, like, we 
we're watching this on the documentary. We're not watching the actual penetration, but right. we're watching their heads. And, oh, we see their faces. You know, yeah. yeah, we see their faces. And he's, like, touching her neck. And then there's one point where the director wants him to fish hook her. <sighs> and, um, and he's, like, he's doing it all softly. And he's, like, looking around. Like, you, you can just tell he so looks more uncomfortable than the woman does. Right, because she's, like, defeated. She's like, I know I have to do... We're not even defeated. She's just like, well, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, she looks um, fine with it. And then and then there's that one point where the director actually says, like, can you tell him you're, you're okay with you're this okay and with that it. you actually yeah. like it? Like, you can tell he, he's not about doing this. No. He didn't... He di- I feel like he, he didn't know what he was getting himself into when he signed up to do porn. And no, then we get a statistic. Like, and I would have I kind of assumed that, like... I mean, maybe this is ignorant of me, but I guess I would have assumed that you didn't have to do aggro porn as a man if you didn't want to. But apparently you do. <laughs> if you work Well, that's guy. that's apparently the market of um, interracial <sighs> porn, right? Allegedly. So then we get a statistic that nearly one third of all Internet pornography clips mm-hmm. contain mm-hmm. physical acts of aggression Women are the target of that aggression 94% of the time. Which I was like, where's the other 6%? Like, I've never witnessed it where the girl's, like, beating up the dude. But I guess that's kind of a fetish. Probably. And then... Like, oh, like BDSM. There's, like, a point where Jack says, like... You know how he says, like, he he's not used to doing that off-camera. Like, off-camera, he's very, like, sensual mm-hmm. or whatever. And then there's, like, a point where he says that... um he like he's like most of the time like in real life not in porn like women like don't a lot of women don't like that yes he's aware (laughs) he's he's what did we say he was 28 yeah he knows that um and he says you know i the first time i was with a woman i was 16 and i didn't know what i was doing and she really taught me so he's he from the get-go has this like awe and admiration for women um and he's like most men, I think, like men that I've encountered, like wants, I shouldn't say most men, but <laughs> I guess like a man with mutual respect for a partner, whether that's romantic or just sexual, he is interested in and turned on by the partner's pleasure, which is just not what you see in porn ever. But have you ever uh, like been with a guy like probably more when you were younger where, like, the guy, you can tell he just watches too much porn because he, like, just yes. acts like that. And then you're like, Gross. hey, this isn't really how people <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the way that it's translated in my experience <coughs> has been um, almost like, yeah, like, weird moves and almost an ineptitude where I'm like, do you not know like how to do this? Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, And I, I, that makes complete sense. I mean, we talk about this, we've talked about how, you know, porn is sex education for a lot of kids. And, um, and what Jack says specifically is that he did not watch a lot of porn when he was younger, but he's also, he also talks about how he, he doesn't want, like, it's unrealistic for young men to watch the kind of thing that he's filming. I yeah. think that that's life. Yeah. Totally. He said he thinks he watched like the average amount of porn. He's like, I watch porn, but like not an yeah. insane amount of porn. 
yeah i mean um i do i've experienced that somewhat in real life but like also i've just had male friends confide in me you know that porn fucked with them because they watched it so much when they were younger okay well i have a story to tell (laughs) that's okay of course. <laughs> Sarah loves my story times. I do. Um, have you ever gone to see, like, male strippers live? No. Never? No. Well, I don't... I'm not in the strip club circuit like you. Uh, Damn. No. I've seen, I've seen Magic Mike, but I haven't been to a strip club. Okay, well... Uh, I'm a preschool ta- teacher, Justine. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm a therapist for children. I know. That's true. That's true. Hey. There's teachers that strip on the side, just saying. Um, there's some. There's some, like, girls that worked at the club that would work on, like, Friday and Saturday nights only that were how, strippers how full-time in the caught. week. Mm-mm. All right. Um, go on. But no, I haven't been to a male room. <laughs> um, okay. So I think it was, like, my 22nd birthday. Um, we went to Niagara Falls for my birthday, my girlfriends and I, and there's a club there where the top part is a female strip club and the bottom part is a male strip club. Ooh, equality. And, um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's such a cool place. And so we went there and we knew most of the male strippers just from the industry and stuff. I've had friends that have dated a couple of them, whatever. So we went, it was a Saturday night, and it was my birthday, so at a male strip club, when you go on stage to, like, tip them, like, they do insane things with you, like, especially if you're small like me, like, they'll lift you up, and they'll uh-huh. they'll flip you over, because they're big, strong guys, right? And that's, like, part of the show, it's, like, when you go on stage or whatever, it's, like, you know they're going to do stuff like that with you. So there's this one guy that worked there, and he's known for being aggressive. And my friends were just giving me money to go on stage and tip anybody. but And whatever, I'm fine with aggressive. But this guy was disgustingly aggressive. He choked me so hard. Like, oh he slammed me against the side of the stage, and he choked me with That's disgusting. everything he had in him. This 250-pound man... Like, I That's couldn't terrifying. breathe. It wasn't like, it wasn't like for show, like when he just has his arm around your neck, it was like full on. No. I could not breathe. I honestly thought I was going to pass out. Oh my God. I tried yeah, like no. hitting him. It was so fucked up. I'm like on a stage with, you know, a hundred women in the crowd screaming and drunk and they think it's part of the show, but I actually thought uh. I was going to pass out. And then, you know, he got off me and stuff and I got off stage and I like said to my girlfriends like I will never go on stage with that guy again I will never tell any of my friends to like support him get a dance like he's fucked like you do not do that to like a tiny 100 pound girl that's like a really fucked up in the head opportunist there like that is not how that works and wow so the Even one in, guy that yeah. worked with them, like, at the time. So uh-huh. he dated one of my girlfriends, and now he owns his own strip club in Toronto. And a lot of people, like, I still have him on Facebook or whatever, and, like, a lot of girls will ask him, like, well, why don't you bring that guy? Like, we miss him. And then he always posts all these things where girls will send him, like, all these other allegations towards this guy where... He does even worse stuff in the back room in private. 
which like no. I can imagine so if you're doing that on stage in front of yeah, that's however how many people. And this guy's in like a documentary, actually. I just remember this. He's in a documentary, and in the documentary, he talks about how he likes choking girls on stage. Oh, that's terrifying, Justine. Oh, my God. That was, like, the scariest wow. thing of my life because I was, like, so drunk and I was just getting, like, choked to shit and I, like, thought I was yeah, going to pass out. Like, where am I? Or worse. I mean, I it wasn't at a strip club, but I've had someone choke me and almost passed out. And that's a terrifying feeling. And for it to be a stranger and for everybody to be cheering as though they don't know because they don't know that you're actually being hurt. I can't even. Oof, it's fucked because it's like you go to those places to like get drunk and have fun and like be an idiot, you know. Well, like, and you're you don't... meant, to, and they're meant to be the entertainment, right? They're not. They're supposed to be, you know, flirting with you, being sexy to get your tips, but not a danger to you. Like that's not how that's supposed to play. I mean, out. I know that all strip clubs in Ontario are closed down. I'm assuming that also means male strip clubs. I haven't even looked. Well, but, yeah. Um, but I. I mean, at the time, this guy was at the age where he should have been thinking about retiring. But um, I really hope he's retired by now because... Or in jail. Because <laughs> he had been stripping for, like, 20 years at that point when that oh, happened to wow. me. Like, he's on the older side for strippers. So he'd been getting away with shit for a long time. So that's what I'm. So that's what I'm wondering now when I'm talking about it. I'm like before when it was a little easier to get away with gross shit you know like before the internet and social media and stuff like that you know like what else did he do to girls like he probably has made girls pass out on stage like that was fucked that's terrifying and like you don't even know like every body is different so one person's passing out could be another person's dying like yeah Like, what if you had a heart condition? Okay. Wow, that's terrifying. I'm so sorry. Everybody take a drink for Justine. But for the most part, male strip clubs are fun, guys. That, All right. For the most part, I had a great time that night. It was when just I that moved, five minutes I, that were off. Just saying. When I do my... Once COVID is under control and I do my pilgrimage to Canada, you can take me to Niagara Falls and we'll go to a strip club. Or Toronto. I don't... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Girl, we're going to both. Okay, I would I love live to go like to I live Falls. like right in the middle of both, pretty much. So we're we're doing both. Sounds good. Oh, Charlie's here to visit me. What's up, Charlie? Oh my God, he talked. <laughs> He's outside the closet door, demanding that I need to be involved in his life right now. Well, he's walking away now. I think he thinks that Kyler stuck me in here. <laughs> Just kidding. Aw. <laughs> I'm glad the mic picked him up, my little baby. My big baby. He's so big. He's like 20 pounds. <laughs> okay. All right. But that's just how... That's his natural size, you guys. He's part Maine Coon. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yes, that there was a whole lot going on in that scene about not just... it. It's like the pressure wasn't even on the girl. It was on, on Jax to be aggressive, um, which was really crazy really to watch and i i do wonder just because of the facial expressions that riley was making i do wonder if he was performing for the documentary cameras or what i don't know there's a lot of questions excuse me i had a lot of burbs um very uncomfortable though 
that's, extremely yeah, uncomfortable to that's watch. That's just, yeah, I wrote uncomfortable, painful on set, porn isn't what it seems. And it only gets more uncomfortable. Yeah. So before we get more uncomfortable, we see Riley's mom. Did you have anything Judy. before that? Judy. And she shows up to his house and she's like, she's ridden her motorcycle. I don't know how far away she lives. They don't She's a biker that. chick. I was like she so is. shocked she was a biker chick. But she wasn't like a hardcore but She was like cute, like wannabe biker yeah, chick. Yeah, she reminded me of like, you know, when you watch um, like Intervention or even Teen Mom or just one of those shows where the person in like the main person has fallen on hard times but they still have a good relationship or a relationship with their mom or dad depending but it's Mm -hmm. clear that it's clear that that parent has also struggled in their past and that probably they struggled while the kid was a kid and you Mm -hmm. can just kind of see like not necessarily that she did porn um but that it's i don't know when i saw her i was just sort of like okay she looks like she's probably had a little bit of a hard life too and that's not a judgment by any means and and you can tell how worried she is about him but yeah, we meet Judy, um, and she she rides up there. I love how she's like, this is so... She's introducing, like, the stuffed animals that she put on her 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 bike. And she's like, they came along for the ride. And then he's like, oh, maybe I can drive it, you know. So they have, they have a good rapport. Um, he drives her motorcycle around the corner in his flip-flops. I was like, oh, that I can't know. be too safe. Well, <laughs> she's like, whatever, I have insurance. You got money. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny. Um it's like the opposite of most parents would be like. And by the way, she die. looked like Molly Shannon. Did you did you see that or no? Oh, I do now. I do now. She looks like fucking Molly oh, Shannon. Oh, yeah, she does with red hair. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're totally right. Um, yeah, and I could see that they were related, but like not intensely similar looking. But you can tell that they're related she has that kind of square forehead that he has um Mm -hmm. i just i kind of i felt for her because she's obviously very supportive of him but it's clear that she worries but even more than that i think it's clear that he's fairly detached and he's just like but i'll give you money you know i'll take care of you i'll send you gifts kind of a thing um and i'm not saying that to say that he's a bad son i just mean i think she wants more in their relationship especially Especially because, as she explains to us, you know, she's been isolated from her family because of what he does. Um, Yeah, she says that all of her siblings cut him off. Yeah. Her brother, her two sisters, they cut him off. They blocked him, deleted him off everything. They don't talk to him. It doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, as a person who has a mother who has a very dysfunctional Midwestern family, like, no surprise there. (laughs) My mom's amazing. My mom's great. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't surprise me. Like, uh, the things that have happened that her sisters and brother had in the past either full-on objected to or pretended weren't happening. Like, yeah, a lot of passive aggression or just aggression. Um, And that sucks, especially considering it seems like his mom's pretty much on her own. I uh, don't believe she's with the f- her, his father at all, which is fine. Like, no need for her to be. I'm just saying, like, I just, I felt for her. I felt like she was, like, really wanting her son, but she didn't want to impinge. She didn't want to judge him. But she was Well, it's, it's like anything, right? Like, yeah. 
life. Like, uh, it's like your kid's an adult. Like, they're grown. You can't tell them what to do. But at the same time, you want more for them. Yeah. You know? Which I think it's smart to recognize that you can't tell them what to do. But to withhold your opinion entirely is also, I think, a disservice. Because it doesn't mean that you don't have room to, to, to speak. Like... Right. Riley still wants his dad's approval, even though his dad's not giving it. His mom could be honest, but again, it's fear. I get it. I I, I don't even have children and yet. And we don't know what kind of like financial situation that she's in. So maybe he's fully right. supporting her because he did possible. say one day he wants to be able to take care of both of his parents fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah and she's like, I don't be, know. What he could be financially supporting her, so maybe she's, maybe he is, what, or maybe he's giving her something, and she doesn't want to give her opinion because yeah, she's afraid he's yeah. going to uh, oh, withhold the cash, you know? Right, and you're that's a really good point, and I that's also part of why I kind of got that vibe that I often get on intervention and in, in shows like that because it it seemed like maybe she's not always in the best of circumstances. I almost said circumcised <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> Guys, it's a phallic episode. Come on, Freud. Um, No, because she looked like ridden hard, put away wet, like just like she maybe has had a hard life. Um, And also the way she talked about him and the way that he made sure that she has money, which is not a bad thing. It just made me think that he he probably grew up not knowing where money was going to come from. And that explains a lot about his mindset. Like, it's about money, guys what does it matter if you don't have money? And I'm not judging that. I'm just observing it. So yeah, because she jumps to right away, like I might not be in the best of health and I want him to take care of me. You're absolutely right. And then he later in a clip that's not with her, he's like, I don't want her to just be old and dying and alone. So when the time comes, which just made me think they're not actually that close. It is more of a like, I can lean on you when I need to, right? relationship not that she's abusing Mm -hmm. his his kindness but just like there's a a lapse in relationship there just as compared to like like me and my parents i mean you know we talk all the time it there would be no question of when i would see my parents next if they left you know and that's just my life i'm not again i'm not judging and i grew up with you know married parents who who never you know were not unpredictable and didn't have to worry about money i mean i'm sure they did but they didn't share that with us so right different different backgrounds for sure i Um, liked her though i seen i thought she seemed like a good mom she seemed nice and yeah she just seemed she seemed we didn't we didn't get a lot of her but i liked her from what i saw um, but it does kind of foreshadow what we're going to see at the end when he's with his dad, because she's very much like everyone turned against him and I can't let him feel alone. And for that, and I'm just going to put this out there and this is not because I do what I do, but I do feel that Riley likely has some learning disabilities. And if not that he has some social issues, like he He's uncomfortable speaking on camera. In the movie, I kind of thought it was just that he was a dick. But I notice he's trouble with eye contact. He overcompensates with clothing. He seems fairly awkward. He, you know, I I wonder if he just had a really hard time growing up and establishing himself and feeling comfortable and feeling confident. And if porn isn't something that made him think like, wow, I'm finally doing something with my life. Like, 
I'm not good at anything in his mind, but I can, at least I can do this. Especially when we find out that his goals were originally to be like, to make jewelry. Like, it's just, it's interesting. It sounds like he had a lot of ambitions. He couldn't keep a job. Um, and that again, could be because of, you know, like a social disorder or, or a functioning disorder, you know, whether it be autism or something else. Um, and he possibly never got help for that. And so he's been compensating. He's been surviving. Um, right. Doesn't excuse anything gross that he does that I know you're going to reveal because <laughs> you did some hardcore research. I just really, mm-hmm. I really get a vibe there. I just really get a vibe. That... No, I really get the uh, socially awkward vibe. Yeah. And, um, you know, like in the strip club and stuff, there's people like this too who, yep. you know, are very socially awkward and weird, but they just fit in there. Yeah. Because you know, that's where so. those kind of, yeah, that's where you can access because you're paying for something, so you don't have to uh, worry about whether or not you're going to be accepted. It doesn't matter as long as you have money, you're accepted. And for him, it's sort of like the flip of that. It's like these people will pay me no matter what, as long as I'm providing them with this source. I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to be the popular guy at school. Um, so I think there's a lot of that there. Just psychologically speaking, little armchair detective work there. Uh, Can we take a pee break really quick? Yes! For the first time, it wasn't me, you guys. It wasn't your two <laughs> glasses okay? of wine. Of course it is. I yeah. wouldn't have never asked, but you do, Girl, so I figured it's okay. You know me. Can we? Don't don't be afraid to ask. Yes, okay. Whew, okay. One, 119. Should I just okay, leave it recording? Yeah, you're good. Go pee. I'm okay. going to get more a drink and pee. sorry about that don't be sorry pay attention to how often you apologize that's something my therapist told me and it's it's a canadian thing (laughs) yeah it's such a canadian thing it is a canadian thing but i guess i didn't know that was true i thought that was just a stereotype but no it actually is a canadian thing (laughs) it's so funny because um when i went to new york city with my mom when i was like 19 (laughs) i'll never forget we went there and um we went out to eat and the hostess like brought us to our table and my mom and I were like thank you and she stopped and she's like you guys are Canadian aren't you and we were like yeah how did you know and she's like because why are you thanking me like I'm just doing my job like there's no need to thank me (laughs) that's hilarious I'm like yeah that does sound very that does sound very New York I think it's more of a reflection of New York than it is a reflection of Canada. Every time I cross the border, too, they're like, everyone always just knows I'm Canadian. I don't know. We give off, like, a vibe, I guess. Yeah. I give off a, like, teacher vibe or, like, a good with kids vibe. People always, or just good with people, I guess. Like, I always get approached by people that need help. Like, just always. Um, that sounded like a brag. That's not how I meant it. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, the thank you and I'm sorry thing is also very Midwestern, which makes sense because, you know, you're really close. Well, parts of Canada are really close. Um, and my mom's from Iowa. Don't worry, guys. She is a Democrat, despite being from Iowa. <laughs> Although Illinois, hey, who knew? Um, went blue. Thank God. Uh 
Minnesota, and we got Wisconsin. So it's going to be good. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's getting close. Um, but, yeah. I posted a meme on my Instagram, and it was like, you know, that episode of The Simpsons where it's like, go apple, go orange, and then it's like, Ralph, go banana at the back of the bus. Oh, yeah. So it was like that, but it said, like, go Biden, go Trump, and then it was like, go Kanye. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kanye. You know, I mean, obviously wasn't on the ballot, but what drives me nuts Okay, well, is I like, was told are... he was on the ballot for some states. Some states he was on the ballot and some states he's not. I don't understand well, how American politics work. Well, I suppose you could write work. Uh, Well, I don't, so that's probably why. Um, <laughs> but he, no. But you can, like, write in someone on the ballot if you want. But, like, it's not going to do. Um, no, there's no poll anywhere that it says, like, how many votes Kanye got. Um, but what what drives me nuts is, like, I get I 0. Get it. Like, 0.03. <laughs> That's what I saw when I Googled it. It's just everyone that, like, is on the payroll at E. <laughs> right. You Imagine, like, plot twist, Kanye wins. I mean. If Kanye won, he wouldn't know what the fuck to do. He would and just I'm, lose it. Guys, I'm a massive fucking Kanye West fan. I'm obsessed with him, but i uh yeah of course he wouldn't know what to do but, but at the same time i don't Donald think trump. trump knew yeah i don't trump Hell didn't no. know what he's the a fuck puppet. he was doing that's for sure no he's a puppet and he thinks he's smart but he's not he's a puppet um but what drives me crazy is when they have these incumbents or at least like you know the the green party or nonpartisan, and then people vote for them and it's like girl guy whatever don't you understand that that doesn't matter right now you have to give your votes to whoever isn't trump like if that happened if that had happened it, this would be over by now if people weren't voting for you know independent party people that they know aren't gonna win <sighs> common good anyway all right that's end of rant okay back to board <laughs> <laughs> let's see where's my notes okay um my next note says Jack says porn isn't what it seems like. It's a hard job. Yep. And then he talks about doing the pills to get through the scenes. Right. And right before that, um, Riley, we just get a clip of Riley. He's like, I'm going to buy a boat. It's like, okay, we see what you're doing, Riley. Like conspicuous consumption much? Anyway. Oh, yeah. And then he, his friend is like. I thought we were going to get jet skis, which like, are a little bit more too. affordable. And he's like, well, well, I can get those, too. And, and then he keeps saying, jet skis. yeah, he keeps saying, like, over and over again, like, I'll just make payments on it. I'll just make payments on it. And it's like, that's not a sign boats of wealth. are real expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's not a sign of wealth like you to just have said, to make it's payments. It's not a sign of wealth. Just, yeah. You're just putting yourself in well that's what i mean by cons- it's like i'm not one to talk because i'm like bad with money and i have a lot of fucking debt but like mm. so do i oh i yeah, also so never tried I. to buy a bow even right you you're know? not like going and like i'm gonna just you know purchase a jet plane today and i'll put it on my credit card like it's not yeah it's more like for me at least my debt is like reasonable shit that added up because life is hard <laughs> Exactly. And also I had an eating disorder for a long time. And when you're bulimic, it's expensive. Um, but anyways, I call it my bulimia debt. <laughs> Not all of it, of course, but ugh. okay. So my tomato juice, uh, like 
got we have one of those fridges it's great in the fact that it doesn't work really well and my tomato juice kind of froze so i have like a half frozen caesar here guys a caesar slushy a bloody mary slushy a bloody, a bloody slushy, slushy. Ew, the signature drink that nobody wants that's gonna be at my wedding no i'm just kidding oh man um so anyway yes um, so it's just, again, it's uncomfortable and painful on set. We get the truth from Jax. He's like, porn isn't what it seems like. He's basically like, you're, you're shooting for four to five hours and just the amount of like jostling and moving around and bullshit that they have to do. It's, it's tedious. I mean, it is like modeling in that you have to do a million shots. You're not just like running around a prairie. Uh, feeling happy you know the reality of it is that it's grueling and people are criticizing you and people are talking about your body and and in this instance you're naked and you're supposed to come and or on top of somebody so he's like you know you have to have a heart and they keep saying are you still hard you hard you gonna get hard you want to be hard you're gonna be hard you're right you're hard right and it's like uh pressure much so he's like yeah you know these shoots it's four to five hours you're supposed to have a hard dick and then of course they uh I almost said eating disorder because ED for me, like, is always eating disorder, but it's erectile dysfunction right. in this sense. The, the eating disorder meds, no, the erectile dysfunction meds become, you know, the topic. And uh, and both Jax and Tyler uh, talk about it, if you want to give us your intel on that. Um, well, with Jax, I was just thinking the whole time, like, he's so young because this is where I actually looked up his age so like you said at the time he was probably around like 28 years old and he's so young so for a 28 year old to be relying on that it's insane and I get I get why he does because you know he probably never had to until he uh started doing porn because you have to come like as many fucking times as they need you to, I guess. Well, not only that, but you're being interrupted constantly, and yet you're supposed to maintain this, like, I mean, as a woman, like, forget it, you know? <laughs> but as a man, even, I can imagine, like, you lose your momentum so many different times, your body is going to just sh- shut down and be like, well, it's not going to happen. And then you have to force it. And that doesn't seem comfortable at all. It doesn't seem pleasurable at all. He looks like he's in pain. What is Yeah, trying. I... I mean, yeah, it's fucked. Um, and then we go to Tyler, and who is oh, like it's... the veteran of the yeah, and he's talking you know, about the progression of having to use these meds. Yeah, and then he says that it started out with taking a quarter of a pill, and then half a pill, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you need two or three pills just to get that same effect. And it reminds you of someone who's like, like a drug addict. That's yeah. what it sounds like. And he's talking about the then then he had to do this like what werewolf shoot or something. And it's yeah, in the, the dark. movie it's was called night The Craving. Outside. Okay, he said it. He says it was forty five degrees. Which, by the way, I looked up what that is Celsius. <laughs> that's not even freaking cold. Like that's like well, sweater weather for us. He's like everyone was outside yeah. and parkas shivering. I'm like, hey, relax. I mean, buddy. honey, it's not that cold. Southern California spoiled much, <laughs> and I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it too. Being here in NorCal, like I, I feel you. You're like, oh, so you're nowhere close to zero. Okay, so it's balmy. <laughs> yeah, 45 <laughs> degrees is pretty much what it is at night here that's, right now. And that's like. 
that's probably what it is like right here during the day actually no we've had a little bit of a warm spell it's probably like that right now um but yeah so then he says like you know there's nothing natural about like taking your clothes off and getting naked and having sex in front of others which which he's correct I mean, I can't imagine However, how that However, he's chosen feels. to make this his career for 15 years. And it's like, are you going to quit or are you going to stay? Like, you got to decide because if you're going to stay, then what exactly are you doing? You're just reinforcing the industry by staying if you're yeah. so angry about it. But, I agree. Uh, but yeah, it's, and that, he's like, that's the night I took four pills. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he talks says, about having like chest pains. Yeah. He says that one day he woke up. And he's like, it felt like someone took an icy hand, plummeted it through my chest, squeezed it on my heart. And that's the day I decided to stop taking pills because I didn't want to fucking die, is what he says. Which, I mean, I get it. It's fucking with your blood and you're not supposed to use four at a time. Like, that is absolutely misused. So, self, yeah. Didn't know that. Like, because there's a point where he mentions all the different brands. Like, He's, I don't right, know. Cialis. There's only two I know from the top of my head. Viagra and Cialis. I don't know the others. Yeah. yeah, of course. But he named like a couple more that I didn't know. I'm sure yeah. there's hundreds of different brands. Um, but I didn't realize that they were bad for you like that. Well, they're fucking with your heart rate and your blood pressure. Um, and especially for him as someone, you know, I don't know what year he's talking about. But if he is older, you know, he's in his 40s or 50s that but you don't even have to be you know it depends on your body but yeah i i don't know if it's considered a steroid but that's kind of what it is because it's have you ever dated a guy that needed them (laughs) no i don't think so i mean no 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 i've dated a guy that had an impotence issue because he had adhd and he took meds for it but I really oh, wasn't. That sucks. Yeah, but I wasn't into him, so it didn't. <laughs> so it worked out for you in the long run. That's terrible. That's terrible. But like, I don't know. I, I was already like so just like ugh, about the the whole thing. Like it was sort of like a trapped situation, and I didn't want to be in in the first place. And uh, it's and, like on the Trailer yeah. Park Boys. Like Mr. Leahy, rest in peace. And um, Randy, it's like. But I don't want a boner made of chemicals. I want a boner made out of love, <laughs> Mr. Leahy. <laughs> oh, funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, but no, to my knowledge, no. I think I, I think you would know. Like I've watched um shoot. I forgot. Oh, it's Sex in the City. Again. There's an episode this just keeps coming up. There's an episode where Samantha's with a guy who takes it. He's hella young, and she's like, "Do you really need that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's recreational. Like it'll you, you won't believe like the experience you'll have." I don't know if that's true, but then he tells her she should take it, and like she gets effects from it. Yeah, but no, it's definitely something you shouldn't fuck with. No pun intended. Um, it- I've heard tons of stories of like guys I know and stuff that don't need them, uh-huh. like taking them on purpose yeah. just so they could like fuck all night yeah. see and i don't want that. i don't want that well maybe not all night no on like an extremely rare occasion that's yeah. like once or twice a year type of thing if i'm like sure yeah going like 
drinking and going crazy all night. Yeah, but I can see I, alcohol being a factor there. <laughs> I've also heard stories of guys telling me that they've had girlfriends that have taken it. and it. Okay, so that is a thing. And it makes the girl super horny. And I'm like, is that a thing? Like, how wouldn't it do like the opposite Maybe. effect on women? I don't understand. No, it's just blood. I flow. personally would never take it. I don't. Well, I think I don't. I know wouldn't that have it does. the balls to, if I'm being honest. <laughs> not that it. Not that I know this for a fact, but uh, that it would work for girls. But it makes sense to me that it would, just because what it's meant to do is draw all of that blood down to your genital area and that is essentially what happens when you get horny that's why they used to call it um when your love comes down they would say oh my love's coming down like i'm getting horny (laughs) i've never heard that before (laughs) by they i don't mean like my i like it though my friends i just mean like uh it's it's an old saying um i used to read pearl Klieg a lot i don't know if anybody's read her she's just a really um great contemporary black author and I just I don't know I was really into her books in college and she wrote about women and girls uh stories that took place in like the 80s and 90s and so that phrase would be used a lot and uh I was like wow that's so literal uh because your love is coming down like what you feel in your heart or your butterflies or whatever all of a sudden you feel it in your crotch and that really is just excessive blood flow stimulating the nerves So, but the problem with that and the danger there is that if it's misused, then you're not getting the blood where you need it. And that's where those chest pains come in. Uh, And so that, it makes sense. Uh, And Hmm. so, yeah, 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 that's, that's all I know about that. (laughs) Never had any personal experience. (laughs) Well, as a doctor, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) My patients, uh, no, no, it just seems... Yeah, like, it was so awkward when they were just like, Jax, can you get hard again? Are you still hard? Okay, stay hard. And then they were like, give me the ETA on the cum, baby. Uh, not baby. Cum time. Are you close, buddy? Or whatever. It's like, Ugh. did you? Okay. I cannot imagine <laughs> the pressure. No. Okay. And if a partner Getting real, me, real personal right now, guys. All right, let's go. Let's but do it. isn't it even awful when, like, a guy is, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fingering mm-hmm. you or, like, going down on you and then they're like, are you going to come? Are you going to come? And you're like, I'll just come Not if now. you shut the fuck up. Um, yes. That's a you know conversation what I mean? that's hard to And then have. it's like, yeah. and then it, I, even absolutely. that pressure from one person in private. Yes. I that's exactly what I was about to say. The pressure of, I mean, this is like a low a budget film. Crew. Like there's like maybe what, five other people in the room besides the talent. But still, <gasps> a that's dog. a lot. That's a lot of people. That's a fucking lot. And it's a stranger. Well, and I know that men function differently than women, but still your brain is very much involved, especially if you're someone like Jax, who's sensitive and he looks really bewildered and he's like, I can't. And then there's the pressure of like, well, if I can't, then that's going to hurt how much work I'll get in the future. So he's got that on his mind. I have a dark place that my mind goes sometimes, but did you watch Black Mirror, like the original series like the first six episodes no i've only ever seen one episode and it was the miley cyrus episode <laughs> okay because so the, the very first episode i haven't watched it but i did know that that was a thing um i actually only watched the first set because it was scarred by the first episode but forced to watch it by my ex-boyfriend 
Um, and it's so different than the rest of the episodes. It's not really sci-fi. It's just sort of surreal. And essentially, spoilers, guys, it's like seven years old, but uh, spoilers for Black Mirror episode one. There's a guy, it's a, it's a prime minister of England in the show, and there's like a political problem. Someone has taken like a princess captive, and you know princesses are a thing in England, and kidnapped her and said that he won't, he'll kill her uh, unless the prime minister fucks a pig on national TV, like live. And they're like, well, this is absurd, blah, blah, blah. But it is absurd and it's creepy. And so like cut to, he actually, they try to find all these ways to fake it. And the guy's like, I know, I know. And you don't know who the guy is at this point. He's like, I saw you try to do CG. Like now you're really in trouble. And they like get a, a finger, like a video of the girl screaming. And then they get a finger in the mail whatever and then it turns out at the end that this guy never hurt the girl and he actually let her go before killing himself before the prime minister was ever ever had to do anything but as soon as he saw that the prime minister was going through with it he hung himself like as a like statement i don't know but you get to watch this actor pretend to fuck a pig for like what feels like forever and everyone's watching i know everyone's watching watching it like live in bars and shit and horrified and he has to keep going till he can come. And he does. And then he throws up. And it's just like, whatever. It's awful. That's the that's season one, episode one. That's yes! the pilot of the yes! show. That's so Full fucking dark. Move, right? And then the next episode is like, what if we all had to ride bikes for a living? Like, it's like, what? No. That was so different. I um, need to watch that show. I've ugh. heard such fucking good things about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would say. I've heard I it's really good. the other, like, five episodes, solid. That episode obviously effective but horrifying i didn't think so necessary but i also had no warning you know um i didn't know about it before watching it i had no idea where it was going so i was horrified but honestly i kept thinking of it while i was watching this because i was like he's just expected to perform physically this is animalistic this has nothing to do with pleasure this has nothing to do just beyond anything and i was just like i feel like i'm watching that episode and i had i looked away i was like i can't watch this like i can't watch his face while this happens and then he's so relieved when it happens and it's like you're relieved because you don't have to watch it anymore um but yeah he and then we see the fake cum that he put on they put on her face for pictures which is like explains a lot frankly and never thought about that but yeah of course it's fake um but i think i skipped ahead a little bit you did sorry don't be sorry don't be sorry uh but yeah we the go canadian to- is telling someone not to be sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we that's sorry we see riley getting tested and and learn about him doing porn and yeah so apparently riley is sometimes a male talent not full-time but only when he needs to be okay so we don't say i tried i tried looking him up i'm not gonna lie yeah give us the give us the the deets the tea because i because i was like i wonder if he's got like a big dick or not because i doubt it because he has like energy where it's I don't know if he does or not. But anyways, I've tried looking him up. Uh did you watch his porn? <laughs> I cannot find any porn with him in it. Oh, interesting. None. Maybe he only released Cuz his, his name's own. Riley Reynolds and yeah. there's a female porn star named Riley uh, Reynolds, a so blonde floods, girl. Floods so 
everything I clicked on was articles about this Riley, which we'll get into at the end, and um, like that Riley Reynolds porn. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, I couldn't find him. Maybe that was a uh, God like saving me from the unholiness that is uh, him because he's a huge piece of shit. And I'm, now I'm glad I didn't see him naked. But, um, yeah. so, we find out that sometimes he does porn. He said he would never want to be a full-time talent. Um, and then we get a scene of him getting tested. And his girlfriend's with him, Gia Page, and she's Uh getting tested as well. Um, they're getting, like, blood work done. Check this out. Okay. I just found this IMDB for hussy pass it's like if you buy the pass for their videos i guess you know who's talking about starting and it's 2016 to to now and season one episode 10 is gia page's first boy girl scene and it's with him gia is his girlfriend and it's Mm -hmm. with him i so apparently you can imdb all of the clips that he releases but you have to pay to watch it I assume so. Episode aired 30 November 2016. I don't, it doesn't even say where to find it. It just says, like, it's Hussy Pass 2016 forward. But now we know it's Hussy Pass. Sorry, mm. yeah. I'm not, not supporting that, I, that fucker. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either, but, like, I'm just curious, you know. Here we go. Hussy I didn't even think to try to find one with him and the girl in it. Oh, my God. What the fuck is this? This child looks like she's four. Ah, Hussy. Members can enter Hussy Pass here. Ew. Okay. I'm not happy about this. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, talk to me about what you found. Well, okay, and then we get the scene of them going to the butterfly... Um, oh, museum God. together after she says she's afraid of butterflies which is a little ridiculous but still why are they there if she's afraid of butterflies because you know the film I mean? crew probably paid for it yeah i think it's because they're like we need a scene of you is. guys going on a date yeah but i think they picked that because he's like oh we're, they're butterflies you're scared of them that's stupid let's just go like that's what i'm saying about the way he treats his girlfriend like he's all about being um above her yeah so yeah they go look at butterflies and he talks about how he wants to be with her forever (laughs) which is how he says it and then we get um back to jacks and um he's talking about how he got into porn so he's saying he originally wanted to be a professional football player Um, right which you know Obviously, I looked up all of this and wrote it down because <laughs> I love me some good football. Um, so he played for Western Carolina University, which okay. it's it's a nothing school. It's not never heard one of, of it. It's exactly Western it's not Carolina. Li- it's not like one of you know the big schools like Ohio State or Penn State sure, or yeah. any of those that you hear most professional football players come from. Mm -hmm. Not saying that, you know, pro football players don't come from nothing schools, because some of them do, but... So he said that was his dream, and he did want to play professionally as 
I'm assuming if you're playing in college, then you do want to play professionally, but it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. And like I said, in one of my episodes, only 0.02% or 2% or something of college players actually make it into the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's rough. It's so rough. It's, it's super fucked up. <laughs> but and the things that you hey, get put through. That's what for it such is. Little chance, yeah. So his number was ninety nine, and he was a defensive tackle. Just saying. Of course, Thank I found you. that. <laughs> nice job. And then, and then he started doing modeling when he realized that football wasn't going to work out for him as a career. And then, as you said earlier, that's where he got the email referring him to adult work. Right. Whoa, sorry, my computer just tried to fall over. Uh, yeah, and um, just adding some drama. Um, yeah, and again, like, there's nothing. He's just so innocent, like you said. I mean, regardless of the fact that he's fucking on camera, like, he just reads so innocent. And well, really- I feel like that scene of him, like, that made me feel so sad in my soul because I'm me like, too. I was like, oh, uh, your dreams you of being so a football great. player are yeah. crushed. And now that and you now know you're, you're never going to get paid to play football. Well, never, but the chances are extremely low. Right. It's like He's now you're doing porn. Can you imagine? Oh, that'd be so hard for his parents. It's, it's just, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Um, just the way that they told the story. It's just really just heartbreaking. Like, oh, yeah. Now I'm here. And it's like, wait, what? Why? Um, and then we, we cut to Riley again and I'm curious, did you get back? Like you said, you read a bunch about him, right? Did you get more information about him? Like going to the military and stuff? Cause I don't remember that. No, nothing about that. Okay. So apparently he tried to do the military, which is also really common for people with developmental disabilities that they go through a lot of jobs and at one point try the military, but the discipline doesn't work out for them. Just another guess, of course. Um, and he says... Yeah, I've... Riley's, like, driving around. And this Maybe is where, where I worked. kind of liked him or, like... Felt for him. Felt for him because he's going around and he's saying, you know what, like, I worked here, I worked here. He's driving around showing, like, all yeah. the shitty minimum wage jobs he used to work. He's like, oh, a I lot. worked at that McDonald's. Like on one street. I, I was a car washer at this place. I was a sign holder at this place. And he's like, at one yeah. point I tried to join the military. That didn't work out. Right, um, right. So it's just sort of like, ooh, geez, what path have you been on? Like, it's been challenging, clearly. And can I just um, say and- that that scene of him driving around Fort Lauderdale or wherever he was... Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, I want to go to Florida so bad. It made me really? miss Florida so much. Hell yeah. Be- because of the strip malls? or <laughs> Well, what do you like, miss about Florida? This time, I'm just curious. This time last year, I was in Florida, girl. I went to Miami, oh. and then I went to Orlando, and I had so much fun. I love touristy shit. Well, no, no, no. If you're shit. doing... I'm, I wasn't being condescending. I'm, I mean, okay, I was, but I... Uh, yeah, I can understand that. If you're doing, like, the vacation... You don't like Florida? Ask, well, I don't really know Florida very well. It's just, it's sort of, like, the asshole of America. So, it's considered, like, it's I thought like New a Jersey was the asshole of America. Uh, it's like the armpit. 
Okay, so I don't there's know. armpit and Florida's the asshole? Right. No, you guys, Florida's fine. It's just, it's so known for being the butt of the joke, I you like know? Florida. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I haven't been there since I was a kid. Uh, my dad's brother lived there when we were a lot younger, but... Um, I don't I don't have a judgment to make because I don't have Do a lot of Do you like rides? Well, we have Disneyland, so I don't have to go to Disney World is the thing. I'm in California. So Okay, yeah. but okay, you do have Universal Hollywood. You have Universal we have But you don't have Universal Orlando. No, we don't. <laughs> I did go to Disney World when I was four and my only memory was crying because I couldn't get a princess hat. Um, so that was fun. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> I forgot about Disneyland. Okay, so I'm definitely coming to Cali, and we're going to go to Disneyland yes. and Universal Hollywood, because I'm more oh, yeah. of a Universal, Universal chick so than a fun. Disney chick. Oh, I, I love, love Disney, Universal but Studios. I fucking love Universal, so All we're right. going. Let's do it. Well, I mean, I'll go to Florida. I don't care. I just, I don't know. Like I'm saying, I, it's, I... I know the stereotypes more than I know anything Yeah, it's else. nothing to you. You have all that touristy shit that I care about yeah. where you live, so. But I understand. You had an experience there that you really enjoyed. Of course you want to go back. Like, I have places like that that I feel about that. Oh, I can talk. Uh, places I feel that way about. About. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can make fun of my California accent anytime. No, isn't a boot the Canadian? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll make yeah, fun of like, you, but you, you can make fun like of me there's, too. It's fine. There's a Degrassi episode where Kevin <laughs> Smith goes to the school to like direct <laughs> an episode of Jay and Silent Bob, and they oh, call God. it they call it Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian A, and oh, um, of course. they make every person in the movie like Alanis Morissette does a cameo in it and they make her say a boot at the beginning (laughs) it's like really funny and um I love it yeah I love Kevin Smith I love his love for Canada he calls Toronto Degrassi land (laughs) (laughs) that's great I love it yeah yeah I I mean it's just one of those things where every place has a stereotype whether it be good or bad or neutral or funny or whatever. California has plenty, too. When I, Whenever I would go anywhere, the people would be like, do you, like, surf to school? Do you surf all the time? I'd be like, I've never surfed in my life. Uh, but anyway, um, do you know Hollywood actors? No. I know zero actors, I think. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we hear that, like, he had this passion he worked at Jared's in the back. He was the youngest employee that they'd had because he had a passion for jewelry making and like something besides money. And he thought it would be good to be an apprentice for that reason. But he just felt it wasn't enough money and also apparently felt that college wouldn't do him any good. And I, I like I get that to a certain extent. Um, but the college line seemed like a cop out. But um but I do understand if you've had a lot of low-paying jobs and you haven't felt like you've broken through. And if you've had challenges maintaining work, I guess. I'm, he's not clear about how all these jobs ended. Um, but yeah, he went to porn. And his friend says earlier, like, I think that Riley is money motivated. And that's it. <laughs> like, it's nothing else. And, you know, he says that at the end, with right, right about now with Gia. They're both saying, like, people don't get into porn 
for any reason other than money. And if they say they, they did, that's just bullshit. Like, we're aware of that. So, I mean, at least they're honest. But, yeah. Uh, but anyways, and then he visits his dad. Which is... Such rough. an incredible scene. So his it's dad so didn't want to be on film. Clearly. They used yeah. his voice. They used his voice and you like the They didn't his alter head. his voice. I when they cuz it went to like the black and white, you know, mm-hmm. screen. And at first when they said his dad didn't want his identity, I thought it was going to be like one of those like America's oh, most wanted I things where it was like I, you. <laughs> like I saw him the other Riley. day in the parking lot. Riley. Yeah. Riley, what are you doing with your life? But from what we <laughs> Like but from what we could tell, yeah. But from what we could tell, they used his dad's actual voice. Oh yeah, it they just, just wasn't his face. They just filmed him from the back of his head, so we didn't get to see what he looked like. But his right. dad was an interesting man, definitely uh, a conservative for sure. Could right? see where his concern for his son was, but also felt like maybe a not super involved dad that easily turns a judging eye and can just be like well i would kind of reminds me of my dad a little bit like has so much to fucking say about what i do and how i look and where i go and this and that right but he's not in my day-to-day life so it's Mm. like why the fuck do you have an opinion you know what i mean like that's really rough yeah it feels like it's just for the sake of being negative if i have something negative to say i'll be sure to shout it out and that's a self-confidence thing as well. Like, that's a, you know, I feel like I've failed or I feel like I can't control the situation. And so if I just criticize you, then I don't have to fix anything. It's, it's, your, it's your problem. Um, and that's definitely what he's doing. He's coming down pretty hard on Riley. And I don't blame him, I guess, for some of it. But again, like you said, he's not part of his day-to-day. Um, and it's hard to tell what kind of relationship they've really had. In the past. Did they say where his dad lives? They did. They just said Riley has gone home to visit his dad. And I'm assuming it's still in Florida just because Florida's large and you can't drive. But not Miami area where Riley I, is. I would it made guess it seem like suburbs. he was driving quite like we saw him turn down some sketchy back roads at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. sort of more rural area. Which there is a yeah. lot of in it Florida, which, matter, which is but it, it's cool. I mean, Florida is tropical, like you're saying. Like that is a fact, and there is a lot of land out there. I mean, we watched yeah. True Blood, right? There's a swamp. <laughs> I don't know if he lives in the swamp, but um, the Everglades. Oh wait, that True Blood was in Florida. True Blood was. I've never watched True Blood, but it's a great fucking theme song. It is a good theme song. Yeah, it was a good show. I just, I got over it. Like, it just became too much for me. But anyway, um, that was like 2010, maybe. Um, Yeah, so Riley's fairly shamefaced with his dad because his dad's like, why are you wearing, like, what is this hat? Like, are you, do you really think your career is going to bust open because you're wearing this hat with this like mirror porn thing on it the one we talked about at the beginning and he goes no that's just me that's what I like to wear and his yeah, dad's he's like, like do you think you're gonna get more publicity from what you wear and he's like well it's not for publicity dad like it's just me yeah. and that's actually how Riley dad. talks yeah um and by the way he's wearing the same porn hat that we talked about earlier but he's yep. also wearing a t-shirt <laughs> 
<laughs> that says porn flakes instead oh, right. of corn flakes. Porn flakes. Yeah. Anything. That's what I'm saying, you guys. Porn pun t-shirts. Is that an industry or does he make them? Find out. So I, I'm interested, like, essentially this interaction with the dad ends as, as much as you would think it is. It's like, the dad's not into it. He's hella judgy. Um, but what did you find about Riley? What What's the dirt? I want to know. What'd he do? Mm, let's did save he it till the a, end. Oh, okay. Did he shoot a man just to watch him die? No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's not that juicy, but it's no. pretty fucked up. Okay, so I'll, I I have very few notes after this, so I'll just let you know. I, I have Riley's quote right after meeting with his dad where he says, Making porn is not my idea of the American dream, but with the way my life has turned out, that has changed, and that could well, be the American dream for me now. His, dad, his dad's like, well, I really want you to do something else, and Riley's like, you know what? But it's legal and it pays oh, the bills. Yeah, just because it's legal. And his dad's like, doesn't mean it's yeah, right. Yeah, it might be legal, but it's not right. Like, right. And his what is dad he? Dad is very judgy. He wants him to go to like bookkeeping school or something. He wants him to get his real estate. Real estate. License. That's it. He's like, have you ever thought? His dad said that he would rather see him sell used cars mm-hmm. than do what he's doing now. That was rough. I don't. I don't know. It was that supposed to be like. It was supposed to an be like type of thing. Like, no, I don't think it was meant to be an insult. I think it was meant to say, "I would rather see you work hard and make less money than make this kind of money and live the life that you're living, the way that you're doing it." Because obviously, I mean, as he said, it's he believes it's wrong. Everything that I'm going to tell you guys about Riley in a few minutes contradicts dun, dun, dun. what I'm about to say right now. But what I'm about to say right now is, That's okay. I think what he's doing is perfectly fine he's legal these girls are legal and they're on paper yes and he started he started his own business and from what we can tell he actually started it from the ground up and he made his own money and like i was impressed by his work ethic i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. exactly he is a hard worker it's like it's like what I was saying in the last episode, like just because you work in the adult industry or the sex industry mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're less of a worker. If anything, you're a harder worker because you have to right. prove yourself. Like I understand exactly what you mean. Like just the like fact Riley that Riley has being to in prove industry. himself to his fucking dad. His dad's yeah. like Well, you're not even talking yeah. about him as an individual now. You're just saying like as an industry as a job as a whatever it is okay he as a person might suck but you're but yes i absolutely hear your point like he's not doing anything that is outright hurting anybody and he he makes that point at the end he's saying you know porn is is huge like it's consumed wouldn't be created unless it were consumed um mm-hmm. and like we've mentioned before you know he does seem to follow the rules he does not he seems to not fuck around with potential lawsuits or consent or those issues or whatever and whether it's because he's a good person or because he's business minded he unless that's what you're going to tell us that he's not <laughs> caring about consent but whatever but from what we see yeah he is not doing anything illegal or immoral de- depending on how you feel about porn but you know Okay. All right. 
Do you want to his play dad a drum really role? wants him to get his real estate license. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's just a. Th- at least that's a thing here where I live. Like, I know tons of girls oh, that yeah. are real estate agents Same. that went from like stripper to real estate agent. Well, it's something and you can do independently. There's anything bad with that? Like, yeah. I personally could never be a real estate agent, but I'm just saying Jesus, it kind of no. seems like the thing to like fall back on especially it is. what it's his sort of dad is making where you seem work like you right want. now yeah yeah real estate exactly. it, and it's a sh- and it's a sure it's not a sure thing but it's like it's a real market you know it's not an mlm it's like if you can do it you can make really good commissions i, I you have potential to make a lot of money at once right yeah. you have to be really good with your money if you do that i feel I could never do it, ever. I know, same. I would be um, screwed. Yeah, I, I can't I can't do anything that's, like, on commission. I just, I would be really bad at it. Because I'd be like, I don't want to make you spend money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but the whole point is getting people to spend money. Anyway, um, it's not my forte. So like I'm not you a said, salesman. Ry- Riley said, like, it's not his idea of the American dream, but it is for now. Jax. It could work. Yeah. Yeah. Jax says, I just want to live a good life. He's like, I'm making money right now. Like, I can't complain, mm. whatever. And then... He seems like he can still uh, compartmentalize to an extent. Mm-hmm. Jax, I mean. He's, he's, yeah, Jax is still like a newbie in the industry, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even this was even though this was only a few years ago i feel like if we interviewed him today mm. he might talk like different he tyler. might act different exactly feel more like tyler and then yeah tyler his final words were exactly what i've been saying this whole time about the adult industry he says like you know, people will always judge you, but the people who judge you are the same people who yeah. consume your product. Yep. Agreed. And that's not and then, just for porn. That's for so many things in life. Exactly. And then like Riley therapy. says... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then Riley says, like, if it wasn't for... Like, if it wasn't him doing it, someone else would be doing it. Right. And if which it isn't my favorite argument. For guys because... that are like him, then people wouldn't have porn, which... Yeah. Which is a fact, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like as long as there's sex, there's going to be some form of porn. And I don't necessarily think that's the thing to fight against. It's just a matter of, like, what's problematic in porn, not porn as a whole. Um, so... Yes. Okay. Are we going to get the dirt? Do you have any more thoughts before you give us the dirt? Mm, nope. I. Okay. All right. Hold on. My thoughts were that I really like Jax a lot. I know. I think he's a sweetheart. I want to give him a and hug. And when he was with the dog, he's like holding this cute little dog. And he's so yeah. nice to the dog. That's the thing, too, is Riley loves having, like, loves dogs. Like, he always has a dog. Um, But anyway, yeah. I agree with you. I hope Jax is doing okay. I'm going to try to find him on Instagram or Shout something out to after Jax. this and be like, hey, yeah. I just made a podcast about you. <laughs> Hi, baby. <laughs> you want to come on and do an interview? Imagine. That'd be amazing. Can you imagine? <laughs> Let's get Rashida Jones. No. 
Dude, I wish. Okay, all right. I would just, like, be quoting The Office the whole time, though. She came like... Yeah. Um, Okay, so like I said earlier, I was Googling. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because... I I have a sound effect. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Oh God. So I was Googling Go Miranda. <laughs> I told you I was a dork. That's why I'm a Miranda. Jesus. So, um, Riley got sued in 2018. Ooh, hot goss. Okay. So, what did he do? I didn't, I didn't write all of this down. It's kind of all over the place. But the first thing I- that I saw was that a girl I don't know if she was featured in the first movie I kind of want to say she was she's <gasps> suing him because she found out that he actually isn't legally allowed to be a representative in the state of Florida he only has his license wow. for California so him taking all of the girls mo- like taking 10% of their money or whatever percentage oh. he takes is actually against the law and then um that's weird but he's from florida yeah that's so i don't know and then if you google it there's whole entire reddit things about him and um one girl that one girl that worked with him was saying that he was awful to her that he assaulted her multiple times while living with him she said that um there was a time when yeah, she about- called into a shoot because she was sick and he was like, oh, drink this. It'll make you feel better. And then she sniffed it and it was alcohol. So she was like, no, I'm not going to drink this. And I guess he shoved it down her throat. Oh. And um, so he's been getting lawsuits over and over again multiple so times from 2018 till currently. And... Yeah. um. I guess his license was getting renewed, but only for two or three months at a time. And it hasn't Ooh. been getting renewed now since these investigations have been going on. So for a long time, he legally has not been able to work as a talent agent. And wow. um, there's just so much stuff that I can't even say. But basically, if you Google him, you'll find like a subreddit about him. And... Uh-huh. Um, like, the first thing it brought me to was, like, a sex worker's Reddit page where people were saying, um, you know, if you've worked with him, this is, like, a safe space for you. And there's so wow. much articles of girls coming out towards things he's done. He sexually assaulted a lot of girls that have lived with him. It's not really and surprising. Just, and, no, um, but it's, like, the boldness to be on a documentary like this twice like you didn't think that was gonna open you up like that's how basically he's getting me too yep like he's this was made before well kind of one of the girls was saying that he threatened that if she didn't do what he wanted to that he wasn't gonna get her work anymore of course um so he's a yeah so he's like the wannabe harvey weinstein of fucking the amateur porn industry yeah the casting he's well the good news here is so that's why i was saying like during the documentary i was kind of liking him 
I was kind of because I totally related to that scene where he was sitting with his dad and his dad was like, you know, I would love to see you do something. Like, I totally related to that. Like, that's that's all I've gone for the past 10 years of my life. And it's like and then so it's like, you know, what? I kind of like feel for him because he like knows he's just doing what he has to do. And he seems like he's a good guy. And then I Googled right. all that shit, and I was like, never mind. You're a yeah, piece it of shit. Well, it is still true that it's relatable. It just doesn't justify behavior that like that. And so that's very disappointing to hear. But there's nothing wrong in relating to him. I mean, that was real pain. He's experienced real pain because of that with his dad. But his behavior in reaction to or following that is not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay. It doesn't matter what you've been through. You don't. You don't get to treat other people like that. But, you know, we've we've talked about this before, like pretty much. I mean, everybody experiences trauma, right, to a certain degrees, but it's how you deal with it that determines who you are as a person. And I understand that some uh, many people have greater trauma than others, but I don't know about Riley being (laughs) a poster boy for how to deal with it. So, yeah, well. That's upsetting. And also the business license thing is just weird. Like that doesn't make sense considering how fastidious he appears to be about his work. But then again, was that for the show? Like, is he fastidious about certain parts, like the fun parts, like hiring girls and watching him fuck and not about towing the line? And maybe that's why he did the consent thing on camera to keep up appearances. Who knows? Who knows, you guys? Wow. That was heavy. <laughs> I just hope all of these women that have worked for him and that he's assaulted allegedly are fine. And and hopefully get justice. Uh, hopefully he gets shut down. I mean, the fact that they have this documentary showing, especially the film, showing the slime ball that he is. Like, because he has really a slime ball in the movie. I'm, I was, I had no... Uh, conflicted feelings about him in the film. But I, I did I did agree with you. We got more background on him in this episode and I was able to separate that. But if you're hurting people, dude, you're hurting people and that's it and it does nothing else matters. Like mm-hmm. go like get go away. Go fuck yourself. So <laughs> anyway <laughs> literally, right? Can't watch porn in prison. Actually I don't think when you're on pro- <laughs> When you're on parole, you're not allowed to watch porn. Usually that, you know, you can't drink and you can't like hang out with criminals and you can't watch porn, at least in America. I think that's part of it. Cause that's you can't drink? Op- no. If you're on parole? No. You're supposed to be like, like perfect citizen. And if you have anything in your system that is. Because well, I'm, I'm pretty sure like 99% of people that get out of prison they run dr- course, to the bar. Not- of course they do. I'm just saying you're not supposed to. And not everybody that gets out of prison is on parole. You know, some people just get out. Like, they're done. Parole is like, True. you were going to stay later, but we're letting you out on parole, which means on good behavior, essentially. So good behavior includes not drinking. It's just risky, quote unquote, risky behavior. And porn is included. So, and it depends on the crime, too. Like what you did, you know. What did you do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the 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 allergies and the Caesars are getting to me. <laughs> um all right. 
Okay, so I did screen cap, or I did capture the episodes of Degrassi Next Gen that we're going to watch. And if I can find my phone, I will let you know what those are. Oh, here it is. Okay. Hey, okay. Uh, so Justine and I will be watching season four, episodes 14 and 15. There are part, they're both called Secret, and one's part one and one's part two. Uh, that's what we are watching and discussing for our first, for our inaugural episode, to use the, the political jargon that hopefully brings Joe Biden into winning by osmosis. I love uh, it. And then at the <laughs> end of that episode, Sarah will be letting me know what, what she has to she watch. She wants me to watch for the following week, which... I'm looking forward to. Don't tell me before I'm not going to tell you. I want I'm not it gonna to be tell like you. a I'm total gonna, shock. It might be something weird. Like, you know, when... Good. Have, I want we, it to be. We all have things. <laughs> we all have things from our childhood. And we're like, what the fuck was that? Like, my sister and I are constantly like, what the fuck was that? And we've watched it like every week. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Okay. I can't wait. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. So do me a few favors. Uh tune into our new pod next week again it's going to be coast to coast cocktails with justine and sarah we will link it i will link it here as soon as it airs uh also please go follow and listen to justine at did i make that up pod she's amazing uh and also my patreon is live as of me saying that or as of me releasing this so please go to my patreon don't laugh at me my patreon.com slash a w d w l and what did we learn and there's perks not only picking episode topics being on an episode but also you guys have merch so i can give you free merch if you donate so um and i'll love you forever i want some merch yeah okay I might sure. hit you up for some of the some of that. Yeah, merch. I need to. I'll, yeah, you can hit me up. You can have some free swag because you're my business partner. Okay, all right. Love everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank we you will talk for listening. To you soon. Woo! Goodbye. Bye. Keep your head. Everyone still. You can make me fall apart, but I won't blame. Thank you.